Music Exposed, hosted by Sarah Jazz and the Silence Noise, and featuring the best musicians and artists of Twitch and other live streaming platforms. Watch the show live at musicexposed.show. This week's guest, EBX Aaron. goes watch me mute ourselves again it'll make it even better listen okay we have to start with some technical issues yes because we are in mexico yes which is amazing hi this is sarah jazz hi how are you have you you ever met me before oh my god thank you guys so much first of all for those hosts and for those subs thank you warrior for the sub for how many freaking months i think it's at 14 14 months the way we're running this today gifts up to you Yes, and it gets up to EBX Aaron as well. Thank you guys so much for all the hosts. That makes a ton of difference and helps us get more exposure to our guest for this week, who is the incredible EBX Aaron. She's been like, I love when we have people on who are like rising stars. And she's like a rising star yes. on Twitch Music. We'll be talking about that. And, and obviously, as someone I know, she has an interesting history too because she has a band. And so I oh, was going to find out. She's a real musician. Yeah, unlike me. She's a real unlike musician, unlike, unlike the silence noise. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for those biddies. Thank you guys so much for all the love. We appreciate you. As you can see, Sarah and I are reunited, and we're doing this show in the weirdest way. It's a green screen. I can't really touch you. True. Yeah, true. That's true. Any truers in chat? Uh, what are you talking about? Anyway. Sorry, I'm in streamer mode. Yeah, you're, I'm a streamer. I'm pro, okay. I'm pro. We, we started mute That is pro, okay. Yeah. I understand. But yes, F. Yes, I agree. That's what streamer mode is. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. There are so many hosts and so many that are follows. happening so and so many guys. follows right now. I imagine, yes, no abuse. I agree. So we're running this in a very convoluted way, which is actually fun because I didn't really trust our internet here in Mexico. I wasn't sure. I wasn't really sure that we were going to be able to have Aaron get in and then us host the stream and have everything be well. So uh, this is our first stream actually running it remote. I'm actually running this from home. So I am remoted into my home computer yeah. to be able to make this work. And everyone is remoted there. And so I know we're going to have at least one issue when Aaron comes on later that we'll fix. But I'm actually excited about that. And I'm excited that it seems to be going okay. Yeah, it's cr- crazy to me that this works even. Yeah, like, of course it does. It's insane. Like you're logged into your computer at home from right. this computer. Yes. And we're, her and us are going into your computer. I'm like, yes. yes. It's like, and, and then there's the routing. And, and then, then there's the thing. And it's like, it's like, like oh did you ever have like the dream where you, did you, you ever have a dream when you, when you, when you, and thanks to all of you who are new to the show. Some of you, a lot of you who are here today are probably new to the show. So this is Music Exposed. Hi. What we do is we basically want to get out the word about new and rising musicians here on Twitch Music. We focus primarily on original musicians, but we've talked to musicians of all different types. This is actually our 38th episode. And I forgot to mention, I didn't even put this in the stream title. Today is our one-year anniversary of Music really? Exposed. This is the one-year anniversary Happy birthday. of Music Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. 
Happy birthday to Music Exposed. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to Music Exposed. Do you think you do? Yeah, okay, no, okay. I don't. Yes. Okay, listen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Our neighbors were literally like hammering on the walls at four in the morning. So if they're not only hammering the walls, let's. We're not talking about that. This is not what this show is about. No, I'm okay. Just saying, there's a lot of noises in, in in this is Mexico City. There's like a lot of things going on, a lot of noises. Yes. Like I didn't set a new word either. <laughs> I, whatever. I'm just leaving as you shut up, you bitch. <laughs> Which is no. Uh, you know what? I'm changing it. Okay, hold the show, okay? Go in the street. Uh, subscribe with Twitch Prime. It's free. Do you know that? <laughs> That's great for a yeah. one year anniversary. Do you, do you, do you have Twitch Prime? Well, Twitch Prime is uh, when you connect your Amazon Prime with uh, Twitch and you have a free sub. If you didn't know that, well, now you know. And you can use that sub on the silence which is free for you, and he gets money. Oh, well, well thank you for free. that. I really thank got you so much. Crisscross, please. Thank you for the Prime gaming sub. So thank thank you. you very much. <laughs> you didn't have to do that, but I appreciate the love and support. But we need to, we haven't done one in a while. We, we have some compilations for those of you who are new to Music Exposed to watch some of our worst and best moments here on the show. And I, for me, what I was thinking when we started this show a year ago, and I remember us having the original conversations a year ago, was that one of the issues that I have with Twitch music is while raids are good and while partnerships are good and collabs are good and all those things are happening, one of the things that's lacking that I find, and, and people are trying to build it as well, is like what happens in the independent music scene. Because how you find out about new artists in the independent music scene, as I'm sure Aaron will be able to attest when we do the show, is that you find out from other artists. Yes. So you go to a show and the opening act for that band is some, you know, either somebody you don't know yeah. or someone that became friends with the artist or it's somebody that you're trying to get out there. And so I kept saying it's a different thing to be able to host artists on our, first it was on your channel and now on my channel, to be able to get the word out and be like, okay, I'm not just gonna take my 10% uh, of my audience over to you. I want everybody who watches yeah. this channel or comes and watches the replay you to find out about this. And I cannot believe how amazing of a year that we've had yeah. with this show. It's been it so is. insane, the types of guests that we've had. And we actually- All types of guests even. So many different types, so many of, musicians. Different types of musicians. Yeah, and it's so amazing. I think that we, we've had so many amazing moments. I have to say one of my favorite moments of the year probably still is Save Rosemary, hashtag Save Rosemary. <laughs> The Music Exposed crew actually bought Rosemary Teal a hot water heater, yeah, a which boiler. a boiler for her house because she, she has no hot water for months. Water for months, so she showered in cold water, which is, which is the most horrible story. It's still the saddest story. I, I, I can feel for her though because yeah. I used to do the same thing in college. Yeah, <laughs> so we've had that. We had, we had stories about musicians we having to get paid with guns. I was just going to say yeah, that it's your moment. Who had to had to threaten. Um, a venue with a gun, otherwise he wouldn't pay the gig or something. Exactly, we had that. We have we've had people that were homeless and busking on the show. Homeless. We had people who struggled a lot with drugs. Yes. So real stuff, which I love, by the way. You know what, Code Warrior? If I'm not going to give this to you, you don't have to do this permanently. But I'm going to give this to Code Warrior because I can't. Unfortunately, I can't really do shout outs and stuff. Thank you, Code Warrior, for that. Oh, that didn't work. What the hell? Oh, you did. It's, yeah, it did. It just doesn't show correctly there. Oh, okay. So uh, since none of our other mods are here today, Code Warrior, thank, thank you, you for that. No, Mom, Mom Jazz is here, though. Oh, she is. Yeah, okay, I didn't see that. Yeah. Never mind. Thank you, so, But Warrior can uh, have it for now. I don't like to give mod to people. I know this is a weird thing because I don't want them to feel obligated to have to hang out. 
Yeah. I know that's the weirdest thing, but it's like, I don't want people to be like, oh my God, silence is on. I have to be there. It's I, So I always want people who do it to want to do it. Is that a weird thing? Is that weird that I'm like that? That I'm like, yeah, I just don't want no, people to I'm feel like opposite. I have a job. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like, work for me, bitches. <laughs> It's like, but it's like work for me, bitches. But I, but I need to to choose. Oh yes, that's totally. I understand that. I understand that. No, I think I just feel bad because I don't want anyone to feel like obligated, like they have to be there or they have to do anything. Yeah. Unless they want to, like when people are like, "Oh, I would love to mod or whatever." Like Northbound Matt today, I saw this in the chat earlier, and thanks so much, Northbound Matt, probably doing whatever he does on a Saturday. Thank you, Code Warrior. I appreciate that. And you don't, like I said, you don't have to do that on the regular. I just feel bad because I don't like people to do it unless they want to do it. And Code Warrior is already such a huge supporter of this channel. But we've had, like I said, this year, this is such a strong start to this year, too, that we have one of the things I like about this year that's different than when we started the show last year. So when we launched the show and we first put out word of what we were doing, we literally filled the the calendar for five months. Yeah. It was like, boom. We said, hey, who wants to be on a music interview show? Five months yeah. of people and, and partners and all sorts of people that we were just like, yeah, who want to be on this? To bigger streamers, yeah. And so we did, we did that. And this, this year, coming into this year, we've intentionally tried to leave it a little bit more open. We still yeah. have a lot of people we really want to be on the show. A lot of our favorite streamers are st- have still not been on the show yet. We still, but the calendar is more open coming into yeah. the year, which, fun, which is fun. And we can focus on, I think the focus has changed a little bit because one of our hopes was, I know when we were starting, was we were very specific about the calendar. Yeah. We were specific about the idea of we would want to have a larger streamer and then we would want to make sure the week after that, that we had a smaller streamer. Yeah. Because the hope so, was... So the small, smaller streamer gets more eyes on them. That was the hope. Yeah. Was like, oh, okay, when we have Fantastic Plastics on, the next week we'll have 4 After Ever. Yeah. If, and not many people know who 4 After Ever is. And that was the hope of how it would work. And we've discovered a lot of things in doing this show. Yeah. The, the first one being that that's not how it works at all. <laughs> that's yeah. like, first, yeah. yeah, it doesn't and, work and that way at all. all. It doesn't work on my channel. That's why we moved it to your channel. That is not necessarily true. I mean, yeah, because um, your channel is a music channel and my channel is a... I mean, I, I guess you could call my channel. my channel a music channel. But, yeah, you know. I don't know what my channel is. My channel is memes and... It isn't just jokes. that. <laughs> You're so mean memes to yourself. And, memes and terrible jokes. My, my channel's memes and silly no, things, too. Your, your channel is music and memes. That's different. That's music so is first. first. I yeah. So that's why we... Uh, I'm a dad. You're so mean. <laughs> but we, we, that was the hope. And I know that that was one of the things that was the hardest to learn about this year. And it's been kind of difficult about the journey... Um, because silence works more for the show. That's very true. <laughs> Although Sarah has been, it's been really helpful because Sarah's been doing a lot more since we moved over to my channel. Because like the stuff oh, that I, I have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been doing. Wait, a little I'm more like work. what? I've been doing work. What? Yes, but I love that. <laughs> yes, so, yes, I have. <laughs> yes, she has actually. She has always done work for the show. But that was the that was the hope. Like that was exactly the hope was that. And what we found, and, and I love, I think you and I both love like telling the truth about everything. We're always just like upfront about here's what actually happened yeah. is outside of a few regulars, which don't get me wrong, every person that watches this is a valuable person. So it's oh, not really? like, shut up. See, I can do this in person. Shut your face. <laughs> every person that watches is amazing. And we appreciate that. 
But the hope was like, oh my god, oh my god, that is true. I, what you don't like my bobs? My bobs? Are... Your, your bobs are fantastic. I love them. I don't. That's that's really rude. Yeah. I have good bobs. Okay. Yeah, you can show them as much. Oh no no! Stop ruining my shirts. She's like ripped this shirt. She ripped my shirt today. You ripped the collar on my shirt. I did. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. She ripped a giant hole in my shirt today. That was me. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna buy you a new shirt in Mexico. You can't buy this. I have to get a new. I can't replace this. I have to buy it from Family Crest. Yeah. Family you can Crest. Buy it from family By the way, the Family Crest, amazing band. If you need yes. to listen to them. But anyway, what was I talking about? I was t- I was talking. No. It's a it did work. It did work on your channel. That isn't necessarily true. It was just like you said. You wanted to be able to focus more on variety. It wasn't that it didn't work. It was just like, all right. The hope was that if we have more people that are into music that want to watch a music channel, that hopefully they would stick around, and then they'd realize very quickly that I'm a crazy person and that they shouldn't be sticking around. But that's fine. It's the same. I mean, the same thing was happening for you. The difference was they would just be the coming into something they come weirder. Into, into, with you, they come into music. With me, they come into me sitting in a toilet. You know. <laughs> it's true. So like they 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 hang around on your channel a little bit longer probably because they're like, oh, this is music, and on my channel they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Which regulars say the same thing when they come into the stream. All the time it's like what the fuck is this yeah you know and so i mean they, that happens on my stream too though you know yeah. so that's the thing but one thing that we that was always the hope and so the hope was when we were so chaotic and i'm here for it. thank you thank you Chris. when we were in the first year of the show that was kind of the hope and we were we were putting the whole show around that like banking on all right big guest meet you know smaller guest medium guest we're like booking big that guest meet yes yes that's exactly what it was who has the biggest meat What's your meat number, guys? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, literally with the sitting in the toilet. That's true. <laughs> but that's another reason why we made the change was that we we decided like, okay, there's a couple of values we want to focus on more as we come into the new year, and we definitely want to focus as much as we can on original uh, on original music or people that we know are doing original music. We didn't find, we still want to have streamers of all shapes and sizes and giant meat or whatever they have, but we definitely want to focus more into the new year on people who do original stuff because that was the reason I was originally passionate about doing this because I feel like, at least for me, when I first started on Twitch two years ago, there were like 10 people that were only yeah. doing original music. And now there's way more. There is way more. And they don't yeah. get as much exposure because they're original and they don't. I mean, some um, choose to do to still do covers, you know. Yeah. But some also do it because um, they have to. You know, it's more popular. It gets you more money. And that's a reality. <laughs> that's a reality in real life as a musician, too. On, stay, on the stage, I talked about this, I think, last episode. Or two episodes ago, yeah. How like cover artists or cover bands make way more money than original bands. Um, you came yeah. over from Mixer. I, hey, I was on Mixer too. So me too. That's was, where Taco yeah. came from. Yeah, oh my god, I normally don't play the memes on this show, but I totally feel like if we're going to talk about Mixer, we have to. Mixer, we have to pour. Mexico. We have to. Oh my god, Mixer Mexico. Here, I'm doing. Oh my god, where did my mouse go? Holy crap! Here we go. Fine. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Me gusta. Yes, anyway. 
studio audio off no no i think i think we're okay followed a lot of the music yeah and that's and that for me yes tacos that's what you get here (laughs) new memes same as the old memes (laughs) meet the new meme same as the old meme um i actually wanted to talk about music here in mexico 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 musica de mexico No, but it's very interesting because yesterday and two days ago, actually, we were, um, we, we uh, were watching ago. TV and we not only watched uh, telenovelas, which is normal, you know, um, but we also watched um, like music. And, like TV. Like TV. <laughs> not only did we watch TV, we watched TV. <laughs> we were watching TV and then there was TV. <laughs> there were people on the screen. That's crazy. Are you sure they were just little bits in the back of the tube? No! I actually, as a kid, I didn't believe that people lived in the city. Yes. I legit believe that, like, because in this time, um, I still had, we still had CRTs, or uh, are they called CRTs? The, the like, big yes. one, the, the, yeah. yes. The two so, TVs, yeah. Um, I legit thought that to, to be an actor... Thank you, Caveman. I'm definitely your thirst trap. To be an actor... You would have to be hired by like a, a higher TV person, and then you stand in front of the TV, and it it like shrinks you <laughs> and sucks you into the TV, and everybody that is on TV lives in the like in the huge CRT back. That's true. That's that what I what always happened. thought as a kid that how like actors, you know. So I always was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be an actress or famous because then I have to live, live in the TV. the TV. That's right. That's that's also if for anybody who has never read Uncle Shelby's ABCs. That's also a, a joke in that book, which is an amazing book for people who haven't read it. I have that. I have that at home. I should bring that out on stream or your stream because it's the best children's book of all time. Oh, yeah. We had fun. Oh, I, I almost said that out loud, and I'm like, I can't say that. I'm like, we 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 were having fun with an amazing and very cute little girl at the gelato stand today who was talking about <laughs> lavadoras with us. So in Mexico, before we talk about music, Mexico City, Mexico City, we have to talk about there's this there's this truck, there's this truck that follows Sarah around, and it is a okay. So for anybody who's never been to Mexico City, as we said, Mexico City is very loud and and it's very chaotic and there's a lot of chaotic energy even in the nicer neighborhoods yeah so for some reason there's this form of advertising which just involves someone strapping a loudspeaker or a bull a or a bullhorn on a yeah. car which and is dr- common in portugal too and driving around just playing this very loud announcement yeah. and apparently the announcement that tortures sarah is an announcement for some sort of appliance store yeah. or electronic store Lavadora! because it literally what? just it just it just yells in monotone. Yeah. Like the best part is it's is that it's in it's in total yelling. monotone. Like there is no divergence in the voice. She's just talking like this the whole time. And the thing is, the thing is, I was here in Mexico City in no, back in November, and yes. I was here for two weeks alone. And I'm not kidding you guys. Every morning at like seven a.m. Not kidding. <laughs> At 7 a.m., this fucking car in front of my apartment, like, and, like, at 7 a.m., I, I, every single time, I don't even know what she said. The only word I know is, is, like, I'm, like, okay, that's probably an appliance store or something. 
And it's just so annoying. And now, and now that we're back here, we just it's following her around. It's not. We can't hear it here in the morning, but when we're taking walks and stuff, we hear it somewhere in the back. And then, <laughs> and then it comes, and I'm like, I just see her face. I look at her. She'll be like, already like, oh my god. And the first time, like yesterday, I think it was the first time that you hear. Well, because it was like, very like, noisy. Annoying. Come on, Thank you so much for that raid. We appreciate you. Thank you. Guys, if you don't know, Sunshi is an amazing, amazing drummer. I'm a super, super awesome. And go follow her Instagram and Twitter too, by the way. Oh my god, the volume. Yes, the I can. Volume. I can. Well, are we very is... loud? Oh yeah, we're clipping all the time. That's fine. I don't we're, mind. We're constantly clipping. We can clip all we want. Okay, fine. I'll turn it down. <laughs> fine. Why fine. should I do that? I don't know. Costa Rica. Lavados. <laughs> so anyway. So we go out today to get some Mexican Coke. For those of you who've never had Mexican Coke, it is made with cane sugar. I don't like targeted ads. <laughs> it is made with cane sugar instead of corn syrup. Not sponsored by It is way. amazing. So for, no, we are sponsored by Mexican Coke. <laughs> Mexican Coke, please sponsor us. She's now a beach girl. It's true. Oh, were you at the beach today? Ooh. Ooh, Ooh a la playa. Sunfire a la playa. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm such a weirdo. I can't even. What? What's uh, weird about that? That's not yeah. normal. So that's not that, that's so that's 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 mujeres del Mujeres del pla. Anyway, but what is that accent? <laughs> it's like it's kind of like Sean Connery mixed. It's the Mexican Sean Connery. Oh. Oh, oh, la playa. la playa. Vamos a la playa. Anyway, um. Vamos a la playa. Oh, oh. So, so we're we're at the gelato shop, and the truck goes by. It's literally yeah. on the block with the gelato shop, and you hear it. And so the whole time that we're there, this this dad and his daughter come walking up, and she's like putting on a show for us because the gelato stand. What's best about it is there's a step. There's a step to go up into the gelato stand, so it's like she's on a little stage. And so she's like dancing to the music for us, and we're kind of laughing at her, because she's looking right at us and dancing, like she's putting on a yeah. show. Thank you, Warrior. Warrior, thank you so much for that gift of Sunfire. We appreciate it so much. So we see her dancing, and then um, we're, we're talking as time goes on, and then that truck comes by, yeah. and Sarah's eating gelato, and she's like, starts her tensing up thing. And so a, a couple of seconds go by, as that happens, and she's like, "Oh, look, this place has Sundays," and I'm like, and so we have a little conversation. And then I'm like, "Sundays, frozen yogurt, lavadora." Oh my god! Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Code Warrior, for that gift of Thomas oh, Frank to Potato. You. Thank you guys. Thank you. Nine months for Potato Frank. We have a baby now. Oh, baby. Oh, mujer está la plaga. Are we gonna call the baby? Lavandaria. Lavadores. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pedro, for that follow. Oh, Papa. Papa. Papita. Papita. Yes. Anyway, but so we're sitting. It's fine. It's fine. It's a good story. So I start yelling this: Elaros, Sundays, frozen yogurt, lavadores. 
And the little girl that's now sitting over next to us starts yelling the words from that thing, and everybody yeah. at the gelato place cracks up. Yeah, she's like, Lavadora! <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So everyone has been traumatized by this yeah. shouting. Even the little like, girl that yes. lives and grew up here yes. in Mexico City. Yes, yeah. so I just say, yeah. I just say, ah, su, su amigos, every, uh, time they, every time they go by, it's like your friends are here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, nice Neil Venom. Congratulations on your first yeah, vaccine. Yeah, we won it. We won it. Ooh, first vaccine, awesome. Yes. Um Lavadoras Vaccinados. No sé. Yes, yes. Yes. Bueno. Um Yes. I do speak Spanish, it's just terrible. I have been so out of practice. I used to be fully fluent in Spanish, so I can understand most of it. Mm. Although I have found that trying to understand, so we went to the, we went to a really awesome restaurant that's actually right next to every, our place. Every place here. Every place we've been is awesome, like but the place next door we went last night, and it's like a more upscale kind of place. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, I need a lot of practice because yeah. it's been like ten years since I've done it. And el coche sentarse por el rio. Anyway, <laughs> el coche sentarse por el rio. Lo quiero taco Yes, yes, that's yeah. no. That never muse was in Spanish class with me. I don't oh, know really? if he took all four years. He knows exactly what I said. <laughs> yes, but so my. But what I have found, no, I I know way more than that. But what I have found is is trying to understand a waiter who's wearing a face mask plus the shield, the plastic shield, oh, yes, talking very quickly in Spanish oh, yes, at a did. place at a place that's with very loud, loud super music. loud music. I'm like, I can understand nothing. Yeah. And so I ended up with the milkshake by accident because <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. Mateado. It would make sense because there's in, 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 in America, there's also the malt, malt, yeah, malt shakes. Malt shakes. They're not called malt shakes. They're just called malts. Not malt malt shakes. Yeah. Mateado is the same. Yes, I know. But we were trying to figure things out and I pointed at a picture and he didn't understand what it is. Just keep saying C. Yes. You yeah, just end up C. with whatever. C, 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 C. C. Gracias. Uh, C. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. That's how it works. But anyway, speaking to Mexican music. Yes. So you you are you are you, you said that you grew up hanging out in Latin clubs, so you've listened to a lot of this stuff. But Latin the Latin clubs I hung out were like people uh, from Domrep more than than from, from Domrep. What yeah. the hell is the, oh Dominican, Dominican Republic? Yeah, from Domrep more than from Mexico or something. Um, and the mariachi. I was very surprised because we were watching. Um, TV. I hate Thomas Frank. Donde esta la biblioteca? Me llamo Tibón. Me llamo Tibón. Tiene cervezas. Tres cervezas. Por favor. Y cigarrillos. But we were, we were, you drink that drink. Tamarinda? No, tamarinda. So good. If you've never had it, so it's called a, it's called a beer cocktail. If you've never yeah, had it, I forget very, what the Spanish word is it's, for. It's, but it's only in Mexico City, right? Yeah, they, they, you can get it in some touristy yeah. places. But basically, here's what it is. It's a beer cocktail. So what it is, is it's margarita. And you either put Corona or Dos Equis in it. And then the rim is, is lined with tamarindo, which is like a sweet chili powder. So it's amazing. So oh, I posted a picture on uh, on my Instagram. Share my Instagram. I'm an yeah, influencer. Oh my god! Can you check out my Instagram? You can look at my tamarindo beer margarita. <laughs> yes. 
couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't talk about it. We couldn't. What is happening to you? What is happening to your accent? Your accent has become very strange. Yesterday was so <laughs> difficult for me because. Oh, we you couldn't. We couldn't. You couldn't. Couldn't talk. Oh, no, couldn't hablas. Couldn't hablo. Guess this. No, couldn't hablas. So yesterday I was yes. just to talk to him, and because we're like switching between Spanish and English a lot, I at some point just st just start talking Portuguese, Portuguese to me, and I'm, like, and I'm like, and I'm and I'm surprised that he doesn't understand me. <laughs> yes, I'm just like uh, I, I don't know, I don't yeah. know what you're. I, I just there's a lot of times where I just kind of like zone out because for me to understand, I have to pay attention. Like I have yeah, to be very and you never closely pay attention. So. That is not true. I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't. I couldn't pay attention. Sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't pay attention. Yes. Yes. This is quality first hour, as it always is. If if you were to if you were yes if you were to to pay attention to music exposed over the first year this is generally what the first hour is you like this is music exposed this is just true. We talk about music yes this is true we we are always talking about that so anyway you're all mixed up it's very true like I I start talking like and then I start talking in Spanish to him you know, it's Portuguese uh, we can call it Portuguese it's Portuguese <laughs> yes uh, was, I'm Spanish and I feel like I'm learning so much <laughs> <laughs> yes. I appreciate that. Yo hablo en uh, español contigo y después también en... Español es muy feo. También en portugués y es muy complicado para ti también. Sí. Ah, yo entiendo. Ah, un poquito. Es, es, no, no es complicado. No. Portugal. <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> yes, yes, sí, that's portuñol. true. That's yes. basically what I speak. I speak Portugal, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, no, I actually understand a lot. I, I think you'd be surprised, Potato. I actually understand. I used to be fully fluent. Ten years ago, I was fully fluent. I just am not. I haven't yeah, practiced. Yeah, I practice. No, but I, when I do practice, I know. I, I mean, I'm even telling you vocabulary that I remember yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. ¿Qué es practicar? Yeah. So, Mexican mute. Pork of geese in Spanish are quite similar. That's true. That's very true. Uh, what so would goose pork be? My goose pork brings all the boys to the yard. Mexican music. So mariachi, apparently. Mariachi. Mariachi is like the. So basically, this is the type of music that Mexicans like to listen to, and there's, it's their folk all, music. All, all uh, everyone likes yeah. the mariachi. So mariachi is 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 very like folk music. And kind of. yesterday, I was watching the, the music videos, and there's, like, tatted up, like, yeah. super, like, you know, yo from the hood people. Yo from the hood, you know, yeah. those people. And I'm like... Couldn't, couldn't identify them. Couldn't identify. And then, couldn't identify. And I'm like, I'm like, why are they doing mariachi? Like, you can't see, like, a, a tatted person or, like, a... A uh, more hood-looking person doing fado, for example, which is the Portuguese, you know, uh, folk music. I think you need to create it. Where's gangsta fado? Gangsta fado. And yeah. then you were you were explaining to me that that's normal. that's common. Yeah, that's and normal. I'm like, what? It's not hip hop or reggaeton that they listen to. Both. 
They listen to both? They listen to Marinacci. Yeah. That's in- they listen to both. That's yes. so interesting to me. Well, no, I think it's because a lot of a lot of at least in my experience, and I can't I can't at all apology to all of the Mexican population that's coming. <laughs> listen, I've done Next my street. Next okay, street. guys. I worked with the Latino population in the United States for twelve years. I've done a lot of work for yeah. that popul for those people. This was my experience, at least for people from Jalisco. I don't know if this is true of everywhere, but I feel like a lot of people are raised listening to the mariachi music. So oh. you're, you're hearing it a lot. Your parents listen to it or your grandparents listen to it. And so you kind of grow up. But there's subdivisions of it. There isn't just, oh. it's not all the same song. Like, yes, 99% of it is, is like, it is like country music. I lost my truck. I lost my woman. I lost my yeah, horse. I lost my... But that's normally... That's yeah. normally what your parents and your grandparents listen to and you yeah, as the, the kid the kids is, are like oh that's uncool like i will rather listen no, to like Daddy yankee or something well yes I, they listen to both that's the thing i'm saying like you go to tejano yeah so i lost i lost my tacos <laughs> no but that's what i'm saying is there are some i couldn't cute into my tacos not cute into my tacos Yes, I lost my tacos. That's true. I just said, you need to hear our money. Sad Satanic Panda. Thank you so much for that follow. I love that name. I couldn't find my tacos. I I, why did that become a cute to find my tacos? My tacos. Ta tacos. My tacos. Yes. But you think it's more. Ah. See. That is cool. That is cool. You like. Oh my god, I can't. You like... Me gusta. Oh, no! You like... Tortas más que mucho más. More! Evie Xeran is our guest today, and I feel very bad for her. I can't. English. Yes. You... You... Like tortas... Me gusta tortas más de... Tacos. Correcto. Sí. I, I I don't I, <laughs> I get like mixed up. This is the problem. I grew up with three languages. I have yes. two native languages, which is Portuguese. When do you speak? Okay, I have a Portuguese question. German. I want to ask about that. What? When do you mix up? When do you, when are you Portuguese or Portuguese German? When when does that happen? Do you have times yeah, where you speak German happen. and Portuguese? Because yeah. I love the idea of Portuguese and German at the same time. Yeah. I feel like those two languages do not go together like Portuguese and Spanish. Like yeah. those fit Portuguese and German. You've got to be like, when you break into the German people have to be like, what? The no, hell I'm leaving. Yes, <laughs> bye. Like, bye. Um, no, actually uh, it's, uh, I sometimes also, what, what is really weird for me is sometimes I'll get an accent. Like I'll talk Portuguese yeah. and then Cubans. I'll continue and say Cubans. I like this. She's answered this before, but I know the answer. What is what language is your inner voice? Oh, I think in the language that I talk in. Yes. So if you talk to me in Spanish, I will think in Spanish. If you talk to me in Portuguese, I will think in Portuguese. <laughs> so sometimes for me, it's really difficult to like to to translate or to go from from one to the other and then back. Because my brain needs to switch. Yes. And that's also why sometimes I, I am stuck with an accent, like, you didn't. <laughs> yes. Or, she, or she'll just continue talking to me in Spanish when I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm tired. Let's go back to English. And she just keeps talking in Spanish. Yeah. And I'm like, because for me, like I said, it's, it's back at that point where I need to really focus in to understand, especially here in, in Mexico, because it's like everyone talks so fast. Yeah. Mas rapido. So it's like I have to really be dialed in yeah. to understand. I mean, I can. It just takes me a little while. But yeah, I there are different genres. 
That's the thing. It's it's actually there are different genres of mariachi music that are listened to by different people. Yeah, so there 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 are yeah there are there's because like country music, I feel like people who are like from the city and are like considered cool don't listen to country to to country music. Well, but there's I would actually say that that's changed though because there's like if you're talking about bluegrass or you're talking about old like Hank Williams or whatever country. Yeah, mostly 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 older people listen to that, but nowadays modern country is mostly pop. So it's like there are plenty yeah, of young people like that Taylor listen. Yeah, it's like Taylor Swift type of stuff. But yeah, it, but it's still. But what what Taylor Swift is actually a country singer. Yeah, started um, originally. Bitty bitty bomb bomb. But her her but like country country is something that people don't like, um, especially the youth. Like for and me, the, the youth, the youth, the youth the don't youth. like it. The youth are not, yes. not like it. How dare you? And in Portugal. Um, <laughs> I like how she's holding on to me really tight. Like, yeah. In Portugal, in, in Portugal, Portugal, young people do not listen to the youth. The youth the do youth not listen does to Fado. Not, does not listen to Fado. Do you feel like they'll start listening to Fado when they get older? Is it something they'll start to understand and they'll be like, okay, now I like Fado, or is Fado gonna die? Mm, no, I don't think Fado is gonna die. I think like once you get acquainted with Fado in a certain way, you will start liking it. Okay. Like, I have a lot of young like people. Like when Fado slides up next to you in a bar and it's like, hey, yeah. baby. Hey, baby. F- soy Fado. <laughs> soy Fado. <laughs> like, for example, I, I, feel, I feel like a lot of people when I do Fado, when I do the thing that you just did, does it do that? The, the... Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to. Soy Fado. I'm going to perform Fado today. <laughs> and, um, yes. but yeah, so. Why are we, we are spaz today. You told me I was spaz, but you're spaz too. This is, what are, what is this? I'm swimming in redneck, Cajun. Cajun. I could speak some English. I can't understand Cajun. Cajun. No understand Cajun. Yes, all that Mexican coke. It's the Mexican It's gone. Mine is gone. It's sad. No, I don't think it. I have a giant water too. Get all this agua fresca. Oh. Hi, welcome to Music Expels, the show where we're talking about music. Yeah, we're talking about music. This oh, is yeah. a conversation about oh, music. Yeah. We're talking so, about mariachi. But fado is not something that the like, especially like the like the the ghetto people, the ghetto people in Portugal listen listen to to. They listen to to. I, I by the way, I I I lived a long time in the ghetto. In, in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we used to listen we listen to like hip-hop reggaeton and stuff like that reggaeton. yeah reggaeton hip-hop rap and stuff like that and here like they listen to mariachi too which i they do they listen to mariachi too oh, <laughs> oh, which i find ah. very interesting see this has been the problem for me is that what i what for for those of you who've never experienced either you know, Latin clubs or Mexico is that it, it's very loud. And I also like loud music. Like I get it, but Mexico, Mexicans take it to the next level. And so what I've always found when you walk into a Latin club is that they always have it so loud that they've blown the speakers in general. So like, that's always your first impression is the music is so loud. It like is deafening from the minute you walk in and they blew the speakers like two years ago and they're still just cranking it because they're like, Oh, well, you know, it just needs to be loud. Yeah. And it and it felt very yeah, subwoofers farting all over the place. That has been my general experience of Latin clubs. So the music all sounds like shit when you walk I into do, it. I, and and 
that has been my now maybe in Portugal it's different, but no, at least it's, in, it's also not like there's also Latin. Well, Germany doesn't Germany does not count as anything though. Germany's bizarre. Okay, but Portugal has Latin. Clubs. Yes, because everyone knows of the famous Latino clubs in Germany. There are a lot of Latino clubs in Germany. Latino people. Um, thank you for that follow, Duncan. We're famous. There is there, Spain, true, yes. There are a lot of obviously Latino places in in Germany. Thanks so much for the follow, So many, so many um, Latino people living in Germany. Of course, I'm not saying that there's not. Especially in Munich. A, for it's called a joke. You ever heard ah, of a joke? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Ah, ah, ah. A hax. <laughs> a hax. <laughs> yes, but it's... Jorge? Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Que bueno. Eh. <laughs> wow. Distortion heights. Yes, but it is true. It is true. Club, you do not go to listen to music. You go to grind up to some Randall's crotch. 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 Crutch. Crotch. So she goes and finds disabled people. And grinds up on them. That's what she does. That's kind of that's kind of strange. Yeah, what? I just. That's fine. The more. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Offended coverage equals a. No, I'm just saying. If you're grinding on someone with crutches, it, what it could be an it could be an athlete. What's your issue? Maybe they just injured themselves playing football. You know, maybe it's a good-looking soccer player, but he's got crutches because he sprained his ankle on the turf. Okay. I'm just setting the scenario. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah. Too many Mexico adult channels. I, I we haven't watched any, sadly, for us. But there, we don't have any, do we? No, I don't think Aww. so. I don't think so. They would probably be censored. No, no, no. Hmm. Why would they be censored? I don't know. I, I think Mexico's fine with it. But yeah, but Latin clubs it, it, anywhere. It's just you go there to dancing. Yes, for dancing I agree is with getting that. drunk. You get drunk and dance. You don't drunk really... sing. Drunk sing, and then yeah. rubbing up on people with crutches. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you twerk on people's crutches. That's yeah, what you that, do. There's like a crutch, and you're like. <laughs> uh, so will you see? Will you see like multiple women around doing this? Will they be like crutch? they're competing for the person with the crutch? Yeah. It's like the only place in the world that you can go where it's like, oh, I'm injured, and the women are all like, oh, thank you. Uh, no, is that not a thing? Uh, um. <laughs> That's true. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. So if I ever sprain my ankle, I know Latin clubs are the place to go. Yeah. That's good. You're going to go there with your crutch and women are like, oh, yes. Stop grinding and call a doctor. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It's fine. That would be very bad. Maybe like, do you feel yeah. like people would just pretend to be hurt all the time? You just have all these dudes showing up. And then I'll be like fake limping around the club like, oh my God. Oh, my ankle. Someone get me a crutch. And then the ladies are like, oh. <laughs> Music Exposed. Music, hi, welcome to Music Exposed, the show where we talk about music. That's true. This is definitely. Call a doctor, but keep grinding. That's true. Aaron is probably like, what the fuck am I doing here? Well, I mean, for people who don't watch my channel that much, I mean, this is kind of par for the course. Yeah. This, this is not unusual. I yeah, mean, my channel I was talking about, I was talking about, how Jason Momoa is so hot that she can make moms forgive human trafficking. Like, we did talk about that. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is true, I'm just saying. That, yeah. It'll buff, get me a cerveza. I should have bought a cerveza, but... For yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah, I actually was looking at some at the liquor store. Yeah. They have, like, a shit... The, the biggest... The biggest... The liquor store that we went to just now... It was, like, Iguana or something. Pla- the, the biggest... Uh, the, biggest the biggest section was tequila. 
Of course. So like many you don't, Look at you don't know. Well, it's like that's what they make it like here. Hundreds of different tequilas. Because they make it here. I know. I know. You know what you get in big Europe? Brain. In, your big brain right dude, now. But in Europe, you get like what three different types of tequila or something. Oh no! It's they make it here. Oh my god! Mind the page. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for all the follows and thank everyone in Asper. Thank you guys. How long will we be here? We will be here two weeks. for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We we arrived three days ago. And, uh, Thank you guys so much for the love. And as we said, for those of you who are new to the show, Erin will be on in just a few minutes. We'll actually have her go live in just a minute. Um, for those of you who are waiting for her, the guest always comes on in the second hour because we're yeah. weirdos we're, that we, talk about people this. like. For some reason, people like when we talk the first hour about whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't promise, know that people actually promise, like it. We but. promise the second hour we talk about music and about what the guest does and what they. No, we're only going to talk to Erin about about mariachi. Yes. Like, uh, so, Aaron, so Aaron, we know that you're a musician, but do you do you like men with crutches? Are you into mariachi? Have you been doing mariachi music? <laughs> you haven't. Hang up. <laughs> anyway, back to music. Anyway, back to music. So the other day, I went to a club. <laughs> I saw this guy with crutches from and I was like, "Ooh, that makes me laugh." Yes. Yeah, that's that's how the interview is going to go. For those of you who haven't been here for that before. That's true. That is true. It's going to be available in all podcast uh, thingies. Podcasts. Yes. Podcasts. For those of you who did, who don't know that, I need to add a command for that. I've been, since we moved it to our channel, I forgot to put in the command of those kinds of things. What do I think about country music? I think there's always something good to be found in any genre of music. Personally, I'm not a huge country music fan. And the biggest reason for me is that I don't personally really enjoy the sound of steel guitar. Like, for me, I don't oh, like the sound of a steel guitar. Like steel guitar? I don't. I, I used don't to like play in guitar. this band that was called the Rattlesnake Torpedoes. And the torpedoes? Yeah, Torpedoes. Like and the Rattlesnake Torpedoes were a country and, um, and, rock, uh, country and rock band. A croc band? A croc band. And um, we used to perform um, at least, like, three times a month or something, or two times a month. Um, in in a country, country, in a country, I don't know. <laughs> in a country saloon. That went fine. And also, when we were booked in other places, and mm-hmm. there's like I was the only woman, woman too, and uh, 13, 13 people in this band, and there yeah. was one. Did, this, did you have a jug? Player. Did you have a jug player? Jug player, jug. What is a jug? You never had. You didn't have somebody that played a jug. What is a jug? I don't know what that is. <laughs> a giant bottle. A jug. You don't know a uh, bottle. Never seen a jug band? No, uh, I'll have to show you I that. Don't know what, that is. what about a washboard? Yeah. Yes, I watch yeah. plenty of bad tooth. We bad had tooth washboards. We had a washboard player. Yeah. Uh, his name was Paco. And Paco, yeah. Paco the washboard. Paco the washboard player. I love Paco this. had a washboard, oh, and he would. And he would play a lot of that. And we had a steel guitar player, yeah. and we had a banjo player that's that would come um, every few months from America. I don't know from where, but yes. he would be a banjo player. And um, the steel guitar player was fucking awesome. Like yes. I loved like how he was like. I don't. I just don't like the sound of steel I, guitar. Really? It's not my thing. Really, I, I don't like it. To be so cool. It's just not my favorite. I just thought steel guitar is such a cool instrument. It's not my favorite. Mm. I, I don't. I don't know why. And then I feel like most of. Most of modern country is just very generic pop music with guitars in it. I agree. So yeah, that's terrible. It's not, it's... Although I do like Tennessee Whiskey. I hate that song. <gasps> See, for me, though, the thing is, I try to preface a lot of these things by saying, I used to host karaoke shows for six or seven years. I hosted karaoke for a long time, and I've gone to karaoke quite a bit. 
And songs that get oversung at karaoke tend to drive me crazy. And every woman that can kind of sing will sing Tennessee Whiskey or will sing Black Velvet or will sing. Tennessee yeah, Whiskey. Aaron gets it. Hosting karaoke ruins so many songs because you have to listen to horrible renditions That's of true. it every single week. And Tennessee Whiskey is kind of a repetitive very slow. It feels like it goes on forever. It's a song that I have in my song list for people You have tons of songs in your song list that I don't like. We've talked about this Help before. Help me make it okay. through the night. One of my favorite country songs. Help me make it through the night. Take your ribbon from your I guess I, I guess I'm the microphone stand now. What's up, Moosey? See, makes it fit knows what I hate. Makes it fit knows what I help hate. me make it. That is that is my most my most hated song of all time is "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. I I don't like Journey to begin with. I don't like "Don't Stop Believing" and "Don't Stop Believing" is horrible. 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 So for me, it's like the minute it starts, I'm just like, oh my god, I hate it so much. And so of course, because uh, "Sweet Child of Mine" makes karaoke great. I actually feel like most people won't attempt a song like that. Lake like, Marmalade. Uh, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, see, for, the, the, don't stop believing. But see, there's a different... Ca- so for those of you who haven't done a lot of... Yeah, Zombie is the best karaoke song. But for those of you that have not been to a lot of karaoke, which I've been to way more karaoke than any human in their life. Because you to, organized them? I, well, I did. But before that, I would go every week or multiple times I a week. I don't understand that. I would never do that. I love it. I, I love the same. I, but I hate listening to people that cannot sing. I love it. Like sometimes even on I Twitch, I go on Twitch and there's people who can't, like they're, they're trying their best, you know, but then sometimes they're like out of tune a lot and I, I can't, it literally hate, hurts. I feel like it karaoke. Okay. So here's the it thing. It hurts me. Karaoke, out of tune, it hurts karaoke it hurts is different to me than a Twitch stream. Right. This is, this is the thing. Karaoke is different to me than a Twitch stream though. Cause in a Twitch stream, you don't have any energy from it's very hard to get we've talked about this like you have watched me perform in person versus yeah, me watching on screen person are so I'm much way better in terms bigger. of performing like but you don't have energy you don't have that on a stream which is very or, or it's very difficult to create unless you have a very active chat and a very active audience so it's tough to feel the performer's energy when you're watching on a stream so on a stream of course it's going to feel way worse yeah, but whereas that does karaoke only and is like they're yes, probably but, awkward too they're like standing there they no, have no, 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 no stage my, presence and they're like you can ignore those people but my favorite people are the people that sing horribly but give it a hundred percent those people are okay, my favorite those, people in those the world are fun. those are probably drunk too yes like to me yeah. people who get drunk and sing horrible karaoke i love them like mm-hmm. they're 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 my spirit animal like they're i love I, they are my spirit animal i love that so much well, no, and it's 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 it is what karaoke is for. Mariachi, achy, breaky heart. That sounds amazing. All right, hold on. I the problem is I can't check to see if Aaron is live without going off of this. So I just realized that. So Aaron is gonna. She is. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break, really quick. I normally don't have to do this, but because yeah, we're in this remote and in this weird setup, we're gonna kick it over to EBX Aaron. I'm so excited to have her on the show. We are going to get that ready. Give us one second and we will bring her on. I'm so excited. One moment. One moment, please. Yeah, the second I turn this off, it's kind of... Where it is. So I'm alive right now, but everything is muted. So I was waiting for the go. Hold on, that's the wrong button. Stage performance. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And that's not the right channel. Yes. Nailed it. 
We are killing it right now. That's fine. Are you on your regular channel, not your bot channel now? No, that's the right channel. I'm live right now. Hold on, let me refresh. Let's refresh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm live confirmed. Refreshing right now. Refresh right now. Refresh right now. Right about now. I don't know why I wasn't showing you his live. There she is. You need to click here. Hello. Oh, there we go. Here we go. There we but go. I muted on the stream. You there won't hear go. anything. There we, on the there we go. And here we go. Yay. Okay. Hold a second. originals today. The first one's called Fame.
by my band Elsie Binks I wore my Elsie Binks hat so you guys could all see EBX Jen in chat is also in my band Elsie Binks and again that one's called Fame I wrote that song actually about Chris Cornell uh Chris Cornell's passing and uh so yeah it's kind of a kind of one that uh I I like to put on a pedestal it's one of my favorites uh the other song that I wanted to loop and sing for you guys today is called Goddess and it's actually on our upcoming record. It is not released yet. Actually, Jen in the chat wrote mo the 98% of these lyrics and uh, it's it's one of my new favorites. It's gonna be out on our album, hopefully in September. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with September, that's our goal. That is the goal. And again, this one's called Goddess.
That is too fast, is what that is. <laughs> My bad, that's too fast. That wouldn't have gone very well for anybody. Thank you guys. This song's called Goddess. 
and that is going to be on our upcoming record, uh, one of Elsie Binks's upcoming records. I'm really, really excited about it. And uh, yeah, so those are the two that I had prepared. Thank you for letting me play. I'm excited to chat with you guys. Do one more song. <laughs> Do one more. What? We were yelling at you to do one more song. Oh, I we can do you. one more song. Do okay. More. All right. I've been told to do one more. I've been told to do one more song. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, hmm. Should I do a new one or should I do? I don't know. Uh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck between Before I'm Dead and maybe Diamond, even though I know it's not coming out soon. I'm stuck. Guys, I'm stuck. What should I do? Trish said before I'm dead, so I'm going to do before I'm dead. Everyone loves shine, too. That's true. Before I'm dead is a good one. Let's do that. There's, It's more looping. Aw, thank you, guys. I appreciate all of your faces so much. <laughs> D, before I'm dead is great, too. Yeah. All right. Let me preset here. Aw, thanks to you for all the love and chat. I appreciate all of your faces so much. It's just like being at a regular gig when they're yelling at the stage. One more song. One more song. There's a sing-along at the end of this one, too. You gotta pay attention. There are things I can't remember. There are things I've said and done that I know I can't begin to take back every single one. There are places I forgot in. Plenty left behind inside. I'm so glad I had the chance to call each one mine.
Michigan, this is, in, is country, but in Texas, this is not country, we have learned. That's it. That's how the song ends. 
<laughs> Thank you for all the nods and chat. I love it. And thank you for having me do one more song. Oh, hi. We're all here for a second. Yes. Normally, we don't. We normally rotate shots on the show, but because of our Mexican tomfoolery down here and getting this done, we're just going to have EBX Aaron be here so that we can talk to you about she the music. She can react. She can be like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, I love that streamer. They're my favorite streamer. I love them so much. Yes. While I line myself up with my body, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's there for. Silence needs an OnlyFans. Uh, I might have one if you if you look hard enough. I might I might have one. But anyway, so the Music Exposed Bulletin Board, for those of you who are new to the show or have never watched this, is a way for us to announce new streamer releases, to talk about new music that's coming out, and to promote a bunch of other streamers. So if you have never checked it out or you want to hear new releases or new music that comes from all across this live streaming music world, check out musicexposed.show, and we add new things every single show for you to find out about. And we post it on Twitter normally before the show. And we have some super cool stuff that just came out this week. So Midream just dropped a new album called 24. He actually wrote the entire thing on stream. I think he did over... He does, he does that all the time. Yeah, so he did... The last, the last album was like that. Too. Yeah, so he did over... 24 hours of streaming to write this album that's called 24. You can pick that up on his band camp. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm actually very excited because I love his improvisational stuff. For those of you who've never watched his stream, he does super cool electronic music and all sorts of other stuff. And I realize that the drinks are still in front of us. I forgot about that before we changed the camera, but oh, whatever. I, I You can look like I'm drinking, okay? Here, I'm thirsty, all right? So check out so check out Mid Dream's new album, 24. That's on his band camp. Tyler Levs just dropped a new release. Um, he actually dropped two in the same week, but I chose the newer one that's called Emergency. So again, Tyler Love's amazing streamer, Nose Drinking. They are, they're very yummy. They're very fruity drinks. You can tell by how they are. But his new release is called Emergency. 
He uh, has a DistroKid link up for that, so check that. People ask all the time about those DistroKid links and why we post them, and I know I talk about this a lot on the show, but it's actually super important for artists when they're dropping new tracks or they're pre-releasing things, especially when we post those. If you like the artist or you want to support them, please, please, please pre-save those songs. It means a ton to the artist and gives you more chances to be included on playlists and get your song out to other people. So that's a huge request. His is already released, but whenever I see those, it always reminds me to talk about that. And DistroKid is actually, we should talk about that on the next show, that DistroKid just dropped a bunch of new release features for artists too that are coming out. They keep doing new stuff. Um, so whenever I see those links, I'm always encouraged to remind uh, to remember that. So uh, Drive, who is not a streamer, but featuring Lynx Music, who is a streamer, just dropped an entire new album. But Lynx Music, who has been featured on our list before, is featured on his track that's called Embrace. He has a whole new album out. It's actually his first full album that he's ever released. So again, we have his band camp that's out for that. Um, so check that out, Embrace by Drive, featuring Lynx Music. We have Acapella Wolf for the first time appearing on the list. Acapella Wolf just dropped a new track that's called On Agency. Another streamer that I actually just learned of and someone shared with me. So I love that. Thank you again for all of you who, when you see those posts, you share in the comments or you let me know when new music is coming out because it helps me put this together. And then finally, Chase Davidson. Chase Davidson is almost on cheat mode because he drops a new track every Friday. Really? So he does a song a week right now, which is how I started when I was doing that. So it makes a huge difference. But Chase Davidson has basically been featured every week for the last few weeks. And he has another new song out with a new video that's called Never Change. He actually just finished his album that's called Star Space. So we featured that last week. And his new single is called Never Change. So that has a YouTube link to it, but he has that and where all music is found. So again, Mid Dream, Tyler Loves, Drive Featuring Links, Acapella Wolf, and Chase Davidson. That is this week's Music Exposed Bulletin Board. We can pretend to clap because we don't have the applause set up. Oh my God! And now I have to plug this in. Are we hearing anything? Is the question. No, we're not. I'm going to do this one again. Because this worked earlier. There we go. Oh, there now we we're go. hearing it. Hi. Hi. We have to look at our amazing headphone setup that yeah, we have that's here. Very, it's very professional. It is. We are very professional. But again, we have the best technology in yes, the world for this do. kind of Actually, thing. I mean, this is a, this is a killer laptop. You know? It is a killer laptop. Oh, I, I agree with My... that. There are pros and cons. We can talk about DistroKid if people want to know about that. Yeah. There are pros and cons to DistroKid, which I'm there happy to answer to, to Jen. There but are cons to DistroKid. First of all, we want to uh, reintroduce reintroduce EBX Aaron. Oh, so much. Hi, Aaron. Hi. There we go. I just needed to make sure. First of all, amazing performance. Yes. Such well, a great job. You. Normally, we'd have all of our claps and stuff, but we didn't have that ready to go. Yeah, today, we have like sound sample. But I think the the show has been going well. Today. I actually am very happy. I know this this is very selfish to talk about, but I'm actually very happy by how, just how smoothly it's gone today. Like, a, there's been a few little bitty things, but for what it is. Like, we actually had a tech issue, too, where our normal way of interviewing guests wasn't working. So we're having to use Discord and do other stuff. And it's just, it was an experience. But you know what? For what it's worth, it's been amazing. And we're so excited to have you. And especially, I think you are the first artist on the show, other than myself, that is from the Detroit metro area. You're from my hometown, which makes me very happy. So... So let's start by, first of all, let's start by talking about your band, because obviously there's you and, and you're probably who gets seen on stream the most. But tell us a little bit about your band and how you got, how you got together with them. Yeah, so my band is Elsie Banks. I, I probably said it like a million times while I was, while I was performing. But my band is Elsie Banks. 
And uh, we got together on accident in 2015 because I was working on a studio album. Like I, I was doing a studio album for me of some of my written work that I had done over the years. And it was just going to be this random studio project that just solo project, just whatever. I was going to release it just for the hell of it, just to say, oh, look, I have music out there. And so I rebranded myself to Elsie Banks. Uh, as opposed to my real name, which I, I don't, my real name's out there all over social media. So it wasn't really about that so much as it was just like, I was kind of bored with my real name. Yeah. <laughs> so sure, I changed, sure. Yeah. So I changed my name and uh, all socials, Elsie Banks. And then as this project kind of snowballed and I met people who wanted to be a part of this project and they like believed in the songs I was writing in and they also had you know, demos that were like, well, we really like your voice. So maybe you should sing on this demo. Do you have any ideas for this demo? And so it snowballed into, you know, like three singles and four albums later. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's we amazing. Have quite, yeah, we, we have a really uh, chonky little discography going on. Chonky. Yes, chonky. I like that. I appreciate and, that. <laughs> and so, well, I guess we're working on our fourth studio album right now. But, uh, but we have three whole albums and I think two, at least three singles out as well. Uh, over the years. So we started releasing music at the end of 2015, started gigging together 2016. And then the only thing that stopped us was the pandemic. And hopefully this next month we'll be seeing each other again and streaming again. So yeah, I was actually, I actually wanted to ask that question if you have had, because obviously I've watched about when you first, uh, actually it was a, I think it was a fan of yours that submitted you to the show first. And was the yes. person that encouraged me to reach out to you. Yes. And they, it was funny because they, I, I, I wasn't sure if you, if it was a fan or management because the letter was so professional yeah. that we received. And so we were like, wow, how cool is this? And that was my reaction to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And so obviously I checked out your channel and, and saw that, but I did, I was curious, have you had the opportunity to perform with the rest of the group yet? Or is that something that you're still working on? Uh, actually, what's crazy about this whole thing is that when the pandemic hit and and I know in every state, in every country, it kind of all came down in different ways. But it, it we actually were gigging right up until the moment that you couldn't anymore. Uh, and so we had a gig cancel. We were on our way to Indiana. And like you said, we're we're in Detroit, Michigan. We, we're right. generally based out of Detroit, Michigan. So we were on our way to Indiana to do a show. We got about 20 minutes away from home base and we get the call that. It's not happening. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, let's do a live stream. But we're all kind of like over Facebook and not really about it. And, yeah. and we wanted to try something new for the sake of like, we're in a pandemic now. Things are going to, we, we already saw the writing on the wall about all the canceled everything. Right. So yeah. me and Phil are the two like most technologically, I would say advanced, I guess, people in the group. And sure. I was already on Twitch and Johnny as well. Um, those are both the guitar players. Phil actually oh, plays nice. bass now. But um, but that's but he's kind of jack of all trades, so he's kind of and that's oh, right. oh we're back, awesome, yeah. hey, we're hey. back. Hey. I, yes, it clearly doesn't like the scene switches remote. This is this is a fun thing that we're learning. Although I'm still not seeing it, but as long as we're back, sorry about that, guys. Oh my God, here come all the alerts now. <laughs> it's fine now. Sorry about that, guys. Yes, please rehost. Thank you. And we were it's it's because we realized I cursed it. By me saying that everything was working fine, I ruined the stream, yes. which is what's funny is it wasn't the Mexico Internet. It was the home Internet that yeah. died for whatever reason. So anyway, so anyway. let's restart that question and let's say, OK, 
have you, you, you mentioned that you were talking about that you had some tech people in the band and that you started, but it doesn't seem like you guys have yet uh, performed together as a band fully on stream yet, right? No, we did. We've done, I think, five oh, yeah. full band streams. Oh, yeah. yeah um, nice. But three of them were last March because it was before Stay at Home happened. Gotcha. And then we did one in August as a part of Arts, Beats, and Eats. Ken, you probably have heard of I that. have. Been there many and times, it, yes. Yep. So we they did a whole virtual Arts, Beats, and Eats, and we were part of that. And then we did... There goes everyone. And thank <laughs> you guys so much for the hosts. We appreciate that. <laughs> And then we did a Halloween. I think Halloween was a Saturday this past year. And so we did a Halloween stream. So what? that's five, nice. I think. Uh, so, yeah, we started as a group. And then when Stay at Home came down and we, we respected the Stay at Home order, we all stayed apart. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Some of us started streaming independently. And a lot of us have kept doing that. And for Amazing. me, this is, I retired. I was, I was in the wedding industry for about a decade. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I was playing with the Dan Rafferty band and First Call for almost 10 years uh with drb and then i kind of switched over and i helped manage and, and run first call and i was an mc dj and band leader and i retired and twitch is it this is what i'm doing yeah. like this is where i'm at now and yeah. uh so when the band get back get bit when the band gets back together we hope <laughs> to keep streaming as a band like we're, we're going to try to put aside time to stream as a band but also we're going to start slowly baby stepping our way into gigs into gigs um, yeah. yeah because we never intended to stop gigging it's just you know baby steps after yeah. after what we've all been through you know right. Uh, but I do think that we intend to stream as a band, um, okay. uh, hopefully a couple times a month. But but for me, even personally, I know Jen as well. Uh, we intend to continue on also as individuals. That's nice. amazing. And, yeah. and, and so, go ahead. You haven't had a chance for a question yet. Yeah. So um, Actually, in chat, I saw people saying your country. I would say it's more pop. But uh, how yeah. would you describe the genre? So, like... When I play it, it sounds like country pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's just, it's it's hard to translate actual rock music to just keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, so when everybody in chat goes and listens on Spotify or Apple or something, you will hear that we are rock. We, we yes. are very, very guitar driven. Uh, but, but my vocals and we have like very, very tight vocal harmonies. It's, that's kind of what I think Jen even said it in chat. Uh, it's. It, that's what pushes it into like country a little bit sure. and mm -hmm. people hear like the chicks that kind of that type of harmony and so it's hard in michigan at least in the northern states people are go oh you're country but then when you go down south they yell at the stage play some country yeah of course <laughs> so and that's no lie that is yep. legitimately what happens so honestly i kind of tell people it's like we're rock pop but this new album coming out is way way more rock i would say there are only two or three even remotely poppy songs they're yeah. very rock grunge some are kind of industrial in nature because of the production yeah so and then we have an album that's entirely acoustic and some of it is country so right. we're all over the board we're trying to please everybody yeah <laughs> yes makes sense so how do you how do you pitch your your performance to venues? what do you say like you you do um because you do everything i remember like i for example um uh, with my band i would i would always say like jazz and blues but we weren't really jazz and blues we were like everything kind of but it's so difficult to say hey we do this and this and this and this and 
like it's so difficult to to sell it that way um especially when you use things that not everybody likes like country or jazz and stuff like that so how do you pitch your your band to venueers so uh, a couple of years ago we decided that we were going to have a press kit page on our website and it has a list of live videos that are rock and a list of live videos that are acoustic because we have mm-hmm. two very different shows. We can all yeah. put stools on a stage and do an acoustic show if that's what your venue needs, or we can fucking rock it out and that's what your venue needs. So for us, we have, and he's actually in chat right now. Jimmy Jams is one of our biggest, biggest fans, one mm-hmm. of my best friends. Aww. And uh, he comes to a lot of gigs and he records them just on his iPhone, but that's the best sometimes that's the best recording you can get because it doesn't lie. It's not been edited. And so those are the kind of videos that we actually will send to people because it's like, this isn't edited. This is this. You want to know what we sound like and look like this is it. And so I have compiled lists of our acoustic gigs and rock gigs. And that's depending on the gig, you know, we send each playlist, but there's uh, a literally a one page on our website that is like an electronic press kit. And that's what it is. It's like, Hey, what do you need? We can probably pull it off. Do you need low vibes or do you need rock vibes? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask because people were asking about the description and I left it in there for a reason actually mm-hmm. to remind myself because first of all, I want to thank you because I think Aaron more than anybody else on the show has been disrupted by our crazy schedules <laughs> because we had to reschedule her because of travel earlier when I was with you in Germany. And then this happened to fall on oh like a week a week ago we decided we're going to be in mexico (laughs) and so first of all thank you so much for being so gracious and dealing with us and all of our nonsense of having to be together (laughs) and doing that but you were originally scheduled to be on during endometriosis awareness month and so i didn't take that out of the description because i still wanted to discuss it because i know it was an issue that was important to you when you were talking to us before so first of all tell us about your connection to that and and tell us a little bit about what you did that much that month because obviously we were supposed to talk then but we're talking yeah. now so tell us a little bit about that yeah it, it's been no problem at all you guys are so easy yeah. to work with i'm not even worried uh, about uh, it. <laughs> thank you uh but yeah so Paige in the chat is one of the endo warriors i actually had on my collab stream that i did it was kind of like i i did uh this giant month goal for the endometriosis foundation of america they okay. call themselves endo found just for the record, I'm not blah, 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 all the words. Endo found. Uh, and so I raised, I, I think that my community raised three grand, I think. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Close, close to three grand. Uh, if anybody in chat remembers, it's that was like three months ago. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just, I was incredibly blown away. And at the end of the month, I did this, uh, I called it an endo chat. And okay. I, I literally scoured Twitter and found other streamers who have endometriosis. Okay. And I put together a Twitter list and I DM'd all damn near all of them. And the ones that got back to me, I put together this chat collab stream of three women who 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 happened to identify as women. The list wasn't all women, but yeah. these three did particularly identify as women. And Paige was one of them. And uh, it's it was such an interesting thing to do. And I, I want to do it again. It doesn't really need to be March. You know, this sure. is my yeah. life all the time, frankly. So exactly, fuck yeah. it. I should do it more outside of March, but it did take a lot of time and energy. Sure. Uh, but it was, it was a lot of, a lot of research and it was really eye opening because we all have different experiences with endometriosis. And 
And, and just quickly, for anybody in chat who doesn't know what endometriosis yeah, that is. That was going to be my next question, yeah. was for those of you who don't know. know what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Dee, for looking at the number. I knew it was close to 3K. So it was, it was almost 3K, which is incredible. Just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and so um, endometriosis is usually found in the reproductive organs uh, for anybody who has a uterus, and I say that because trans people, trans men can have endometriosis, non-binary people who have a uterus can have, you know what I mean? So the yes. language is important here. Yeah, uh, sure. And so people with endometriosis, it is not just a women's health thing. It is a human health thing. And it, there, there's not a lot of research. And here's, and here's the thing about when you're talking about a disease that doesn't have a lot of research is that one person can say something and then you'll have a whole separate medical field saying that's not what we're saying anymore. So yeah. as of right now, it's an autoimmune disease. Uh, it is when uh, somebody with a uterus has, you know, a menstrual cycle and some of the fluid leaks up into their body and it, it kind of attaches itself, itself, itself to your organs and it creates scar tissue and it can yeah. cause, it can cause organ failure. Uh, or it can go unnoticed and unchecked for many, 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 many years and then one day be a problem. So yeah, people course. suffer with it for sometimes decades before anybody will go actually get it diagnosed because you can't see it in ultrasounds. You can't see it in MRIs. It's scar tissue. And yeah. so it's literally only diagnosed with a biopsy or if you have another surgery, sometimes they'll, they'll if they suspect it, they'll go in and look for that specifically. And that's what happened mm -hmm. to me. Uh, long story short, in 2013, I, well, in 2012, I was in a lot of pain. My, my body was breaking down in ways that like, what, 20, 2012, I was 23. So uh, my body was doing things that like it shouldn't be. And I was in a lot of pain and it was a long time coming. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Scar tissue acts yes. like glue. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, a, a lot of things were going wrong in my body and nobody wanted to deal with it. None of my doctors were like uh, taking it seriously. And that's yeah. what happens to yeah. like 99.9% .9 of people that end up getting diagnosed with endo is because they're like, it's IBS, it's Crohn's, yes. it's, you know, or you're overweight and that'll fix it. Or, and, and believe it or not, doctors will say, if you're having that much, that many issues with your reproductive organs, you should have a baby. <laughs> that's, uh, uh wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, um, that's, this is real talk. I was told I should have a baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. And so, uh, again, TLDR on that. I ended up, uh, because my medical professionals around me weren't listening to me, I ended up with a, a cyst the size of a small grapefruit inside my right ovary. Jeez. Yeah. And again, I was in the wedding industry at this time. This took me out of work. They basically were like, we don't know how this hasn't burst in your body. So oh. when my doctor finally allowed allowed me to get ultrasounds uh, at the time, she was like mortified. This is a female doctor, by the way. Yeah. She yeah. was mortified and was like, you need to schedule a surgery immediately. And so that's what happened. And it didn't burst prior, um, but it did burst on the way out, which they were prepared for because, again, giant cyst. Yeah. Um, we were able to... Uh, keep. I, I was able to keep all my organs and everything, but there was a, also a small chance that there were cancerous cells in my pelvic mm -hmm. region. Oh. So I had a cancer scare when I was 20, and so, and it's all because my doctors didn't listen to me. And right. 
you know what I mean? Like if they had just been like, oh, you're in pain. Let's check it out. Then literally none of these things might have happened. Uh, They might have seen the cysts because we would have been doing ultrasounds more often. And and so it's it's crazy because almost every person I had on my endo chat that day had the same story. And it's disgusting. We shouldn't have this terrible breakdown in communication. And that's why I go so hard in March about it. Because if all of us tell our story and we keep pushing doctors to do the right thing and listen to us when we say we're in pain, it's not female hysteria, you know? Right, of course. They always go to something along those lines of, you you don't know what you're talking about. Of course. Yeah. And so that's why I go so incredibly hard in March. and, And I raise money and I... And I tell my story, even though it's really personal. You know, I, t- I talk about my cervix toward 100 people regularly. Like, yeah. this yeah. is not normal. You know what I mean? And so it's it's definitely something that that is important to talk about. And D, absolutely. I've been on birth control for more than half my life. Yeah. More than half my life because it's the only pain management. Right. Let me say that again. Birth control is the only pain management for endometriosis. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm, it it, and we'll have to remember that. Make sure that you reach out to us next March too, and we'll make sure because we'll obviously still be doing the show, so we'll make sure to push to that too. Yeah, that's amazing. I would love that so yeah. much. Yeah, and absolutely. and that's and that's one of the things is is just getting it, people don't want to talk about it because they've been told by their medical professionals that that they're crazy and that it's not happening yeah. and that of you're course. too young or. Just there's, you know, a gamut of different things they can tell you course, <laughs> when you're yes. telling them the truth. And so that uh, that wasn't really TLDR. That was just long. No, this is good. No, this is this is I actually think this is super important because I like these are the type. Yeah. This is why the show is called Music Exposed, because we want to talk yeah. about things like this that yeah. aren't the normal. Like, why do you play music? Like, why do you yeah. love music? Like, oh, my God, I got cars there. I'm like, oh, my God. No, and exactly. I, I, I appreciate that. I have, an, I have a question, obviously, with us being Detroit artists. Mm-hmm. I'm always curious about this. And I think that personally for me, growing up in Michigan, um, you know, and I, I lived in Michigan basically my entire childhood, and I didn't move away until I was 19. And then I moved back for a couple of years, and I left again. And one, I feel like Michigan, or Detroit, the Detroit area in particular, has a very unique musical fingerprint. And I feel like I, I tend to to find that when I talk to people about their influences or the things that stick with them. Thank you, Nevermuse. Nevermuse, thank you so much for them bitties. Appreciate that. Them bitties. But I'm curious. So obviously you grew up in the area as well. What do you feel? Do you feel, first of all, do you feel like that's true, that there's kind of a unique Detroit fingerprint that comes up for you? And if so, what are some of the artists or what are some of the things that you feel are, are a little bit different about being a Detroit area artist or growing up with the types of influences that we grew up with? So number one, I 100% agree that there is a very specific rock, well, anything, even the jazz, every every type of genre here is it has that Detroit stamp. And when we yeah. leave Michigan, people are like, are you guys from Detroit? Yes. <laughs> we so had that happen a lot. And they're like, we could just tell. I'm like, okay, is that a good thing? <laughs> they're <Yeah>. like, <laughs> to me it is. So, right. There yeah. is a specific Detroit sound and there's a p- specific, no Pacific. Pacific. Uh, there's a specific uh, type <laughs> A vibe that uh, we give off, and it's that you either like us or you fucking don't. Yeah. 
and it's like we're going to be who we are and we don't give a fuck what you think about it yeah and i guess that's not normal it is not Uh, it is not (laughs) and so it's kind of funny we're just unabashedly ourselves and it's like if you don't fucking like it leave go yeah hey i don't think i've ever heard another artist say it like that which is exactly how i i've been like man i walk around this way and i don't meet a lot of people that have that mindset but that's also the scene i came up in so for me, it's exactly that's exactly what I thought is you you could go to shows and I feel like this has been my experience too because I've lived all over the country now going to other places and and they tend to be very segregated. Whereas if you go saw if you went to go see a show at St Andrews or you went to Shelter or you went to Clutch Cargo or you went to any of the places that were there in the area, the lineups were even very diverse. So you'd have like an electronic band with a rock band with a whatever band. Whereas in a lot of places, it's way more. Oh my God, Northbound Matt, thank you so much. Matt, thank you so much. For also, thank you too. for changing that command for me. I appreciate that. Um, but I feel like you get more diversity in the lineups too mm-hmm. uh, when you go to see a show. And there's you'll be exposed to different types of music, and there's more of an amalgam of things than you see in other markets where it's like rock acts play with rock acts. These people play with these people. At least that was my experience, and part of why I I feel like that really impacted music for me as well. Because when I came into it, it's like, oh, well, I have huge passions for rock, and I have huge passions yeah. for electronic music, and yeah. I have huge passions for this scene, and they can fit together. Whereas, you know, it's it's when you go to Boston, for example, where I lived for years and you you see a lot of shows that circulate around Berkeley College of Music or those kinds of things. It's very segregated. It's yeah. like, oh, you're a jazz. You go here. Yeah. You're a rock. You go here. You're an indie. You go it's here. It's really interesting because you guys <laughs> talking about this kind of makes me understand something more because um, one of uh, a bigger jazz people um, wrote liner notes for one of my albums. And he said, I, I sound like a Detroit saxophonist. Yes, and I always was like, okay, like, I have no idea what, that's, what that means. But you guys talking about it makes like makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. And explains that a little and bit. And I more. love that, you know, that there's a festival culture in Detroit. There's an innovation culture in Detroit. There's an underdog culture in Detroit. And again, you can correct me on any of these that you think is are wrong. But I, I love, I think the underdog culture is one of the biggest things of obviously Detroit for most of my life. And, and was was basically looked at as a shithole and it's like it was a a bomb ridden city and everyone remembers tanks in the streets in the 60s and that's it and so clearly it's just a ghetto and so there's this very much like fuck you i'll do what i want spirit and the indies that's why you get so many superstars that emerge out of the indie scene there because Mm -hmm. they do something that you can't hear anywhere else Uh, and and it'll pop up and you'll go oh wow like i've never heard anything like this before and that exists in all the different concert venues and and places around and obviously um i haven't heard a lot about this but that's obviously something that i've i was worried about with covid and a lot of music venues going under and a lot of that kind of thing so i i'm sure detroit being detroit it will persevere but i find that to be very interesting when it mm-hmm. when you think about that um yeah, i have a question but, actually please. Aaron. so uh, when you perform in the detroit area versus when you perform in other places uh and regions do you do you feel like there i mean gigs you know real life gigs do you feel like there's differences in in the places how the people react in the venues or 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 no 100 percent, huge yeah? difference yeah Ken's like a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. It's, it's sometimes, you know, we're people in Detroit love us. That's, this is true, but we oversaturated ourselves. And so, you know, we kind of, 
needed to calm down, but we were like, we had too much momentum and none of us were going to talk about it. So, you know what I mean? Like it, it was, we weren't slowing down and we, I will say that we needed the slowdown of gigs that, That is how I'll phrase that. We did need that to happen. Um, And we tried for many years to get a Detroit Music Award. And this year we didn't try at all. And we got one. And that, (laughs) of course, that's how it works. (laughs) That's what Jen said in the chat. She said DMA. And so like for years we were trying to get in people's mouths, you know, just, just know our name. You don't even know, have to know our music, but like just anybody in Detroit who says Elsie Banks, they're like, oh, I know somebody in that band or I have accidentally seen them at a show because they opened up for somebody. And it finally happened, you know, year after year, I was putting our name in and the Detroit Music Awards are, they're publicly voted upon, but like you have to be in like approved to vote. So it's not just like put it out into social media and hey, everybody vote. It's not like that. You have to be in the scene to vote. And this is the first year. Well, 2020 was the first year that I didn't even, I, I didn't even put our name into the pot. I didn't do anything regarding that. And we've won uh jen please remind me in the chat which category because i'm gonna fuck it up if i try to remember right now uh (laughs) but but like that's we needed that recognition of just you know in in detroit we we had people who are you know it's well it's one of two things it's the people who are not weekend warriors who adore us and love who we what we do and then there are the people who are the weekend warriors who don't like us because we're coming up and and doing something real and and putting a really good stage show together and so i don't know and that could just be a hometown thing no matter what no matter where you're from i feel like some some weekend warrior band's gonna be like fuck y'all i've been doing this for 20 years i don't yes i don't give a shit you know right we've been doing it for two but better so fuck you (laughs) well and clearly you guys work hard i gotta I can ask a million questions. I love this so much. It's so good. I'm here to answer them. Uh, oh, yes. So Jen said it was outstanding alt-punk indie group. Yes. Uh, and that's under the rock category. So they it was just kind of a mesh of, you're not this, so we'll give you this award. Yes, we'll just yeah. give you the, the, the mix it all together yeah. award, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and, and Jen, so, so we have, you know, a professional touring rig. We, me and Kevin, our manager and co-founder, we put together a professional touring rig. We That's have all IEMs. We have all wireless mics. We have we we don't fuck around. We do yeah. not. We have a PA. We have we have uh, our drummer runs a pad where we have 808s and a couple sound effects. Like we do not Amazing. fuck around. But the Weekend Warrior bands don't like that. Of they course. think it's pretentious. They have always looked down upon it and. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is we're trying to create this atmosphere. We wrote this music and we fucking love it so much. And we just wanted to do it the right way. And there are so, don't get me wrong. There are lots of bands in the city that do love us and they want to play with us and we want to play with them. But it's this weekend warrior mentality that that's, that's the troubling part of it for us is that we don't want to play with weekend warrior band that does, you know, X, Y, and Z just to make all the money. We want to play with the other bleeding heart original artists. Right. And and so now, I want to I want to go off that point because this is a yeah. huge point that I've always had a question about with Twitch. So yeah. how have you kind of how have you merged those two mindsets when it comes to Twitch? Because at least in my personal opinion, Twitch has a similar divide of yeah. there are lots of people that are here that are that are chasing a career and a lot of that career is about playing the hits and being cover artists and there are particular types of artists that tend to prosper more from the get because they have that kind of thing. 
And it's and, and I found again, at least in my experience, when we started the show, is that there are a lot of people who are afraid to to launch just doing original music or trying to just do something original. And it's an even harder divide because obviously everything when it comes to Twitch is so related to numbers, and you're constantly watching that, and you're con- like, it's true in the real world too. You know, mm-hmm. but most of us would be very happy, you know, with a 50 to 100 to 150 person show. Of course, we want more in person, but obviously and with the numbers on Twitch, that always changes over time. So how have you approached that or have you noticed that when it comes to Twitch of saying like, oh, yeah, there's kind of both where you have to play the hits and you want to play your original stuff you're passionate about? How has that worked out for you and, and how have you approached that issue, you know, when you've been developing your channel? I mean, that's a that's a great question. And I am kind of so not the typical Twitch streamer. And and, and so I did because I didn't start this on purpose. It kind of just like fell into my lap. And and the same way with the wedding band that I worked for, they found me and they were like, we want to audition you. And if you want the job, it's yours. And so like I've had all these amazing opportunities and same with my band. Like, oops, we have a band now. Like, yeah. And so all these amazing opportunities have pulled me in different directions. And, and even before I was in the wedding band, I did acoustic gigs with just me and a guitar. And I did play a handful of the originals that eventually now are released as Elsie Bink songs. Um, But I knew that, you know, going to a coffee house and playing covers is going to make you money. Okay, cool. Let's yeah, do nice. that instead of going to work at the bar. Let's do that. Sure. Uh, and I did both, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and so I went from that to being in a wedding band, which is, sure. you know, that's, here we are. It's exactly all the music you've been hearing for the uh, last 50 yeah. years. Of course. Making good money doing that. And so me going into Twitch, I am a very statistical person. I need to know my numbers. I need to know what I'm doing is paying off. Yeah. Maybe not literally with money, but like also exposure balancing all the things and so for me it never even occurred to me to have an all original channel because we're a rock band and i can't literally play all of the songs uh because the translation just and i can't play karaoke tracks because dmca right yeah because it's literally all licensed music even though i own it it doesn't matter the hits would still come through so i I can't exactly do it that way either and so it never occurred to me to just do original music and that's that's the honest truth is that that never even occurred to me because i don't have three to four hours of original music that i could play like that yeah uh and so for me it was like well i played gigs playing covers for the last decade and it made me money so let's do this and but here's the difference is that you know being in a wedding band, you are out, you have zero creative control. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you sell your soul to make this money on this day at this time, playing the same songs for 10 years. Right. Whereas Twitch, it's like I can put in random songs that I fucking adore and yeah. I might not get requested all the time, but somebody will every once in a while be like, this song's been played twice. Let's request it. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to request it. Right. And so I love when people do that because then I have it's usually songs that have stories too because nobody knows the song yeah but there's a reason it's in my uh my thing uh my song list and right like i accidentally found out that this this casio keyboard i use that is again an accident that i even have yeah has this in it that sounds just like fresh prince so one day <laughs> i sang or i saw i rapped because rap for me yes. i rapped fresh prince and it became a channel reward point and yeah. that's part of the oh, identity nice. of my channel because of this random Casio keyboard that I use. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, and and so I think I think a lot of people experience that is like things just become accidental. Yeah, it's like yeah. Meme, accidental memes that yes. just happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so 
I would, I, I, I do think that, and I just tweeted this, I think, last week. I was working on my song list, deleting, adding, and I was like, I want to look at what my top 10 songs are. Seven of the top 10 songs are originals. That's in, awesome. For play count. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. And I, I really expected, I expected to see Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that was my most played song for the, probably the first six months of my time on Twitch. Sure. Uh, and then I Will Follow You Into the, the Dark was in there and Bad Guy was in there. And then there's a couple yeah. others that I, I knew were going to be there. But those three were the only three in that top 10. And I was just like, how did this happen? People, yeah. people like original music on Twitch. Like, yes. I, do, I yeah. forget. Well, I, I and there's subsets, forget. I think. There's subsets of audiences. And this mm-hmm. is how I approached it when I was thinking about it, too, was saying that I'm a person and you would get, again, this is another very Detroit thing. It's like, as you refer to the Weekend Warriors, like you can be that that crowd, which is a larger crowd. That's the Weekend Warriors that wants to go see the hits, that wants to go see the cover bands. Or you can go hang at the Majestic and watch whatever the indie band of the moment is. Or you can go hang at wherever. And I was, 10 times out of 10, I was at the Majestic. Or 10 times out of 10, like, that's where I was. And so for me, I'm like, okay, well, those are just totally different audiences. And although in my heart, it's hard because I look at the numbers and I look at tons of people who are willing to do that, grow much faster than I did, I was just like, eh, I just can't because I knew it wouldn't be the thing. And I also see that, yeah, I think both audiences exist on Twitch, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but it takes more time as it does with any indie band yeah, to course. find that indie audience yeah. that's like, okay, I love originals. You know, yeah. so it sounds like it went exactly that way for you. I have the same experience as Aaron, though. For me, I have a ton of originals that I could like just be an originals, you know, music streamer. My problem is that I don't have a band with mm-hmm. me on stream, so it's difficult to perform that alone, especially as a saxophonist. Yeah. And I don't do like I don't I don't play piano or guitar or whatever at the same time. I'm just you know if, if you I don't sing, play I piano sing. and guitar at the same time as saxophone, what a loser <laughs> ass musician! You. What a loser! <laughs> leave uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I i don't do that because i'm a saxophonist and a, and just a singer right. so for me it's really difficult to to have like all my originals or the, the originals sure. that i have you know worked on or 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 written uh, all these years it's the same thing it's like yeah. uh, how do i do that alone on twitch you know and if yeah. i do backing yeah. tracks or something it kind of is boring. I mean, it's nice for a few times and stuff, but it's wow, kind of boring. Wow, shots fired. Thanks. You no, know, it's kind of boring because especially in, in, <laughs> in most of my stuff is jazz, and jazz lives off of being improvised. So yeah. always having the same backing track and just the saxophone being a little different every time, it's kind of boring, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I understand. understand. I, yeah, I totally. totally understand. I just have to give you shit since you're <laughs> ripping on musicians that use track, which no, is my entire stream. I'm just saying, I just, I, I'm just, I just suck at it. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not prolific like that, where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do a killer piano solo. <laughs> <laughs> or a guitar solo. Is that, is that how it sounds? Yeah. I like Ooh, it. Because there's... It sounds like a turkey. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I can do that, you yes. know. But I, that's why I started using, like, Slide whistles, like slide whistles yes. and, and, and thunder, thunder sticks and, and stuff like that, because that it works and kazoos, you know, so I can do have a little bit of different stuff than the saxophone. But see, Thomas you know. Frank has the same approach I do of just recording yeah. all the instruments. I mean, that's what I do. 
But I, I also understand why some musicians don't like that. And mm-hmm. I can understand why some people would feel like it's not as organic. Yeah. Now, for me, again, it's like, I don't know. I guess I my approach to it, and I know we're talking a lot about ourselves. Sorry for chat. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> these guys are so... But it's like, for me, I spent all the goddamn time writing the songs yeah. and doing the arrangements and writing the instruments. And, and I can extend things, or if things aren't working, I can cut things short. And like I learned that in performance as I'm yeah. performing the song. So for me, it's different yeah. because it's like, well, yeah, I put all the effort into writing the song. I want to play the song. And so that's I, I guess that's why my thing was was different. And... You know, and but that's I understand why that's not for everybody. I have a question that is yes. my favorite question always, favorite. Um, especially especially for musicians who are you know I always call them real musicians. I feel bad, yeah. but it's like for you fake ass Twitch musicians out there. That, before that, actually, before I ask me, remind me of asking yeah. my favorite question. But I have a question for you because I saw that you said in chat you're the same when you hear like um musician or like singers on on twitch or or, or wherever who, who are out of tune or sing very badly or you for example what i noticed is you have a very powerful voice and you don't overuse that power oh thank god and i totally agreed with there that there are too. so many streamers i'm not gonna name names but we all know a lot of streamers yeah sarah jazz singers who who, who have a powerful voice but overuse that power, you know, and you you don't do that. Like you have songs where you don't even use the power, but we can tell like you no. you could like you know shake the house down if you wanted to. Um you. so how do you feel about um when you sometimes go on Twitch and see other you know singers or, or just musicians where they are either overusing <laughs> their techniques or uh not even having a technique <laughs> making you know, them- I, I Twitch is a strange place for music because, and I've said this on other podcasts, like th- this is nothing I wouldn't say to anybody. It's just like, I, I think that some people just decide to start streaming and they've never thought about gigging in real life because they probably know it wouldn't go super well. Yep. Um, and so they can just do it at home. And like, if they suck, it's no, nothing off their back, you right. know, like, and, or do they even know they suck? I don't know. I probably not. Like, probably. Some don't. Some, I some don't do, know. some don't. Yeah. I don't know. And I, and it's part of like, you know, when you have the accountability of being in a room with the people you're performing at, you learn real quick what is good and what is bad. You right. can see it on their faces, whether or not they are doing it on purpose. You can read body language. And so like, and this this is huge on streamer Twitter, which is, oh, do you have the live count on? Like, yeah, fucking yes, I have the live count count view count on because i want to know how many people in the room like (laughs) that comes from needing that like it's like gig mentality i can't undo 10 years of that so if somebody so if somebody in the like i'm equating this to a real life gig because you know and jen knows we've done bands uh, we've done shows with terrible bands and it's like it's really hard to fake like it's like okay i'm gonna go to the bar and turn my back on everybody and yeah yeah you know and it's like you don't want to be in disingenuous and be like yeah this is great this is great so are you also somebody who just leaves the stage (laughs) things are so bad that you just leave the stage because i'm somebody like that i'm like if something something is really bad i just leave the stage mid-song well luckily i've only played with groups that are like super super ocd about our performances yes. so so nothing is really ever shit the fan shit the fan uh, hit, shit, the, hit, yeah, shit the fan, shit the fan yeah. that sounds painful Dead or hit shit hit the fan <laughs> mm-hmm. shit the fans yes. fine uh, like so luckily i've never been in that situation but 
I don't know that I'd leave the stage. I don't know. Uh, we also There's used to have a special breed. <laughs> I'm a special. I'm, I'm but, I, but do you do this, the faces? Do you do the faces? Can you can you control your faces if somebody is like terrible and you're on stage? You're like, yes, but it's because wedding band. That is true. Yes, I have a whole yeah. other history of yeah and karaoke hosting. Yes. That will teach you to fix your face real fucking fast. You can, so you hosted karaoke as well. Where did you host? I did. I hosted at Patrick J's in Berkeley and O'Mara's in Berkeley. And oh, and what was that place <laughs> called in, in oh, what? Joe Bar. And I can't in Hazel Park. And I feel like there were more. I also did like private gigs too for a company. So yes. oh, I nice. hosted I hosted for years. Um, not Not super long, maybe three or four years, but it was more than once a week. Yes. That's enough. Yes. That's enough. And so you understand that's another that's another thing we have in common. So you understand exactly what I mean of like there's there's certain I love that karaoke has its own. This is I know because I talked to you about karaoke and you're like I hate karaoke and that's generally how you are. Also and I'm like I hate karaoke. But <laughs> I, I love karaoke and I, I, there's multiple reasons. One, it holds a warm spot in my heart because it's where I learned to sing. So for me, it was like okay, karaoke was like the first stages I took. And yes, there's there. And what I also love about karaoke is there's this whole culture. Oh, Augie's. I used to shoot darts out of Augie's forever. Anyway. Really? Uh, I trained oh there. <laughs> yes. Yes. I used to shoot. Uh, Augie's was my home bar. Oh, my God. These are such inside conversations. But yes, I used to shoot darts out of there. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I love the I love the weird karaoke culture because it's such a weird little subset it is, of yeah. music. And you start to kind of get stereotypes of weird karaoke people. And I, I love that. I, I just, I love karaoke. And it's the silliest thing. Because like, but then there's the most annoying person at karaoke for me. And we'll see if this is the same for you. Because I'm going to ask you. So, yeah. so keep the question, who's the most annoying person? The most annoying person for me at karaoke is the fucking tryhard. And so it's the person that comes in. And the it's, oversingers? It's, like, it's the oversingers. The, the, there's things like that, but you can always tell when a when a woman walks in and kind of marches right to you at the table or like marches right up and she puts in one of the following black velvet, Tennessee whiskey, uh, the fucking Lady Gaga, you and I, I think is the name of that Lady Gaga, you and I, um, uh, anything that's one of those and I'm like okay this girl is going to be aggressively mediocre like she's going to be like she's not going to be great but she thinks she's great so she's going to get up there and just belt and just be a fucking obnoxious yeah that person is the person that kills me because it's like then they're so used to because normally they'll have a group of lackeys with them whether mm -hmm. it's people that are trying to get with them or just whatever their friends are always just like oh my god you did that so well and so i'm just like oh that is the most annoying person for me and they are the person every karaoke bar attacked. every karaoke like, bar has like, one uh, no but it's like every if, if you're not okay there's an attitude there's an attitude though it's not just the person that sings those songs i'm sorry jen it's not the person that sings those songs it's the attitude of the mm -hmm. person that sings those songs. And that because is not you, you Jen. Know. That is not no. Jen at all. I doubt it. it is I doubt it. Promise. We used but to you've host met that person. Together. You've met that yeah. person that I'm talking about, right? Of the of yeah. the the ultra try hard though. 
like oh so God. what are what is your what is your most hated or karaoke, hated? Person? Okay. karaoke person my most hated karaoke person is the person who sings like this and you can barely hear. i'm gonna turn my <laughs> mic up she sings like this but but i can't hear myself but i'm but I'm, I'm still singing i still can't hear myself bitch i'm gonna it's gonna be feedback in a second shut the fuck up but i can't hear myself are you singing i don't know yes. Yes. i have no <laughs> idea are you even singing are you whispering what's happening <laughs> oh my god yes. oh my god bitch oh, I'm and that person is more. that person is always the person too that will like scream one part so you have their mic up super loud, and then there'll be one part, and they're like, ah! you're like, oh, my God, run back. Yeah. To the or they'll start yes. talking to their friends at normal voice level, yes. but, they, yes. but they sing like this, and so you can't actually turn their mic yes. up. Yes. Oh, my God. That's the thing. I don't think I've... Anyone ever get the guy that turns every song into death metal? Yes, I love that guy. I love that guy, too. I love yeah. that guy. I love that guy, because that guy's normally drunk as fuck. That guy's normally working the crowd. That guy normally is, he's, he's my favorite person because my favorite karaoke person is the person that is terrible, but just gives it all of their heart and puts the show into it. I don't care that they're terrible because they make up for it with their personality and, and not, okay. There is a difference because there's, God, there's, this is so annoying. This conversation, this is karaoke inside baseball, but there's a person that can do that and cross the douche line. There's like a mm-hmm. douche line. And the guy that's crossing the douche line is the guy that does like the bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang or Lap Dance is always better. Like they're doing douchey songs and are doing that. But it's the guy that's not the douche. It's a guy that's just 100% invested in the song that he's doing terribly. And I love, I love that guy. That guy so I, I'm, I was, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was going to add to the douchery, which is yes. the guy that thinks it's cool to take the mic by the wire and fucking swing it around oh, That's, oh that exists that guy gets kicked out of that guy gets kicked out of the bar for me yeah that guy I, got kicked out of the bar <laughs> yeah that guy gets kicked out of the bar because it's yeah. when i did it this is so this is so douchey i i am a karaoke douche so i, I admit that but when i was hosting shows i literally built a, a collapsible stage yeah and i brought lights because and i brought auto-tune which is the, the other thing, or tuning. Ooh. Because for me, I thought, I, I know what people want out of karaoke, which is to feel like a superstar. And yeah. so for me, it was like, the more I could do that for them, the better off it would be. But anybody touching, anybody fucking with my equipment, anybody putting a beer on the speaker, anybody doing any of that is oh, out. with the anal? Yeah. No, they get one shot. And I'm like, and I will be very aggressive about it. Get yeah. your fucking beer off my equipment. And then <laughs> I, was, it, it, I was yeah. the same way. And luckily the person yeah. I worked for was, is just like me in that way. Don't fuck with yeah. me. Don't fuck with this equipment. Like, yeah. and luckily all the bar owners I worked with uh, were also very much protective of me and my equipment. And, yeah. and I was very, very lucky in that way. Honestly. I understand what you're saying. Troublesome. What troublesome is saying, like sometimes that person whispers singing may have gone through so much to get the courage to get up there. There's a difference in attitude between the person that's scared and drunk a little and has the courage to do it versus the person that's consistently doing it. And I think what happens at a karaoke show is there's regulars at every place you go to. (laughs) And so you kind of get the type. There's a difference between somebody that's new. And that's always the person that I enjoyed putting the spotlight on. It's like when Mm -hmm. I could tell their friends are like, oh, my God, you got to sing this. Because they've always got the friends. Oh, you should sing. You're great. And you can see it developing as the karaoke host. 
But it's a, it's a different type of person who's the person that's just constantly treating you like shit is the KJ yeah. and singing quietly. That That's the difference, I think, between that. Yeah, when they're screaming at you to turn them up, when they're, li- yeah, they're they literally know. not. Like, listen, yes. you got to have some sort of balance here, you know? Yes, yes. Get some pipes, dude. So, so with Twitch, then, you approach that. I, I can appreciate that. And that the fact that you did the the gigs and that kind of thing, and yeah. it's amazing that you've kind of carved your own thing, and it's amazing even more that people have bought into what you're doing. So, have you done? I I, I haven't seen this on your stream. Is doing more songwriting or production or that kind of thing going? Is it a part of your stream already, or is that something that may become part of your stream? Are you going to see yourself moving into those area of, of music, or is it pretty much always just going to be a show for you, and that's how you're going to focus on approaching it? So, uh, yes, to all that, (laughs) I do, I do start words. I do want to start doing more songwriting on stream. I actually did used to do songwriting on stream on the Elsie Binks channel. So for a long time, uh, we, we streamed on the Elsie Binks channel four nights a week. And I would stream almost like, uh, we would do production on Mondays, sometimes production on Wednesdays. And then we would have music performance Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so I cut vocals live very often. And I also wrote an entire song along with chat uh, with a demo from the guys. Yeah. So like I, I adored doing that. There are people in chat here who literally contributed to that song. Like I loved that. And then I also, I have uh, pretty recently, I think maybe toward the beginning of the year, I did cut vocals live on that channel as well for our upcoming music. And so they have a hand in me going, I think I want to change this word or I think I want to change yeah. this line, the, the melody. Oh, cool. And I, I love doing that. Uh, and again, it's a it's a mind game, right? Because my numbers on my channel aren't going to withstand that kind of fuckery. right? No, now. Yeah. they never will. The production streams yeah. never. The production streams are a very specific, loyal part of the community that wants yeah. them. Yeah. And they're, that's a quarter of most people don't yeah, care to see how the sausage is made. does bank on just production as their main content yeah always has low numbers when they do yeah. it yeah and, and so and, and so that's why i say the answer is yes i yes. want to do more of that uh i kind of have to wait a little bit longer <laughs> yeah. to do yes. it on my channel but if i continue doing it it's going to be on Elsie binks's channel because yeah. there's actually right. no loss there you know like right. we only stream on there once a week sometimes well right now we only stream on it once or twice a week we do some band chats but like once the band is streaming on there regularly we might have a little bit more visibility you know yes. so yes. there's going to be a lot going on in the next two months or so that's really in flux for that channel so yeah. i can use that channel or jen or johnny or any of us if they want right. to cut parts of their anything they have to do or if we want to get on screen and write a song together you know there's going to be some latency but but even so just bouncing ideas back and forth that's the numbers on that channel aren't going to be threatened too much whereas the numbers on my channel are going to be threatened a little bit more i'm probably not going to do that for a while yeah Yeah. no that that makes sense that makes sense but i do want to do all of the things (laughs) all of the things and and i do still want to do endo chats when it even when it's not march because Mm -hmm. i always have endometriosis yeah exactly yes And I found a couple people through that Twitter search I was telling you about when I was really digging into finding endo streamers. I found uh, a non-binary person who the, the timing was totally off because they were going into surgery for endometriosis. Oh. Oh, like okay. right at the same time as when I was doing the chat and all the things so they couldn't take part in it. But I 
plan to reach out to them because they were like, next time you do something like this, I'm in, I'm doing it. And so I want to kind of, I've been thinking more and more about that and like making it a part of my pride month because that works in both ways. And again, I have endo year round, so it's relevant. You know what I mean? Uh, And that person also has endo year round. So it's, it's kind of an interesting opportunity and and I might reach out to a couple other people regarding that and and really try to get some chat streams in there because those actually yeah. do do pretty well. Those those aren't like songwriting or production. My chat no, streams that's a different, typically, yeah. yeah, my chat streams typically have very very similar numbers to my regular performance streams. So yeah. those don't scare me as much. But I yeah. will be doing more and more of those. Sure. Uh, and then you have my monthly Lady Gaga streams, which are probably yes. one of my favorite things to ever accidentally happen again it's an identity <laughs> of my channel now and it happened right. just yeah. accidentally you know it's so, so interesting <laughs> so do you think do you do you think um and that's that's why i'm that why i'm saying it's so interesting because like there's there's memes that that come up that wouldn't come up on stage uh the same way do you think you will at some point implement those memes into your performances on stage oh man that's a great question. I've not been asked that question. You know, uh, I think that the band has a different, ide- obviously the band is a different identity than yeah, me. Sure. Um, and I think once we write more air horns. Um, I agree. I think once we're streaming as a band, we have a little bit of work to do as a band all over again. Yeah. Because we haven't seen each other regularly. We saw each other, what, five times a week for yeah. a couple years, you know? Yes. And now we haven't seen each other since November. So yeah. it's like we have to kind of relearn what each other's identities are as a whole. Yeah. So that's the long way of saying. I think once once the LC Binks channel has more of a clear identity and air horns, I think that those things will kind of eventually seep into yeah. real life. Because yeah. I, honestly, like... I'm bored of just playing song to song. Half of it, I don't want to do that anymore. I love the fuckery. I love the sound effects. And I love the air horns. And just, I like pretending to be Britney Britney Spears out of nowhere because somebody, (laughs) you know, like I just, I think the fuckery is so important for me. Uh, somebody quote that the fuckery is so important for me. Um, (laughs) No, it's the same for us. It's the yeah. same for us. Yeah, yeah. No, I, because I, I feel we, the, I feel the same because I've I've um, since I I've done Twitch I've talked more and I've done a lot of comedy which I didn't do before. Like I was yeah I did a joke or something, but it was it was more like you know songs song plus song plus song. Yes. Um, yeah. and maybe explaining the song or something or explaining the story behind it, but it was never like fuckery like it yeah. is on Twitch because on Twitch you have to learn how to talk. And this is something yeah, you do. that some musicians struggle with. Oh, for um, sure. Stream for um, sure. Who have you know? Who don't know how to just chat, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially between songs, because it, it gets awkward because you know you're talking to Chad and Chad is asking questions. And, and I found that there are very few people. There are a few that have been able to be successful without the chatting or relationship, yeah. or they have just a little like, uh, but not many. 
Like, yeah. not many who are skilled or talented enough to just yeah. exist in that same context without the connection. And not even that's not even the, the thing. You can have a crazy production and crazy songs and crazy awesome stuff, but people want to connect to you. That's why they watch Twitch instead of watching a video of you, yeah. you know, sure. on, on YouTube or something. And people want to connect. So, so yeah, I, like, I think Twitch, um, any musician that did Twitch, especially in the, you know, in the times where they couldn't do gigs um, now with the pandemic, um, I think when they go back to 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 gigging, I think there's a lot of Twitch musicians who or musicians who performed on Twitch for a while who will implement the 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 whole fuckery. Yeah, we've talked about that because we obviously were talking about planning gigs and maybe yeah. even planning a tour. And it's the same thing because for me, like it's part of my identity as a performer now. And yeah, I know that you and I feel the same way of having that. I don't know having, how to go back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, feel I don't like want Twitch to. Is yeah. a great way to learn or or to or for a musician or a band to learn a different, more engaging way with the audience. That um, if we talk about competitors or competitive uh, uh, bands, you are you, you know, know how Pink Floyd. You know how that. Pink Floyd had the giant inflatable pigs. I think that we need a giant inflatable blowjob giraffe. <laughs> And a giant inflatable banana because of the hot tub screen. Yeah, so we'll have a banana. Yeah. We'll have that. Oh, the giraffe can deep throat the banana. Oh, look there at that. Yes. Oh, my God. We've got it right yes. there. That's what we need. So I have one more question for you because we've kept you so long. And we, oh, we can't good. do the overtime. So, oh, you, have, you have one more question and I have my favorite Then you ask question. yours. Yeah. Ask your, ask your inflatable toilet. You yes. probably have, probably people have asked you this a ton, but how do you compare live gigging to uh, Twitch performances? How do I compare them? Yeah. How do you compare mm -hmm. like how the feeling, you know, how chat reacts versus how the audience reacts and how, you know, just the feeling of a performance on Twitch versus the feeling. Twitch, Twitch is real talk with fake smiles. I don't know. My smiles are always genuine and I know yours are. We're just idiots that we literally. Okay. The way we are on stream is only a slightly amplified version of how dumb we are in real life. Yeah. Like we literally were like. Aaron yesterday probably. We were literally that. like, yeah, she I saw that. Like, wow. And she, it's and 30 minutes before the stream, we were like yeah. wrestling. That's how she tore my shirt. We were just throwing each other yeah, around. We saw that. She weird. Was, she was so it's just like, no, we're, we're, we're really weird. Like, this is just what we're like. Yeah. But yes, the question how is how do it you compare the two types of uh, performances? And so for me, it was really hard. And you guys talked about this earlier. I don't even think I was on screen yet. I think I was just listening uh, about how just performing to a screen with silence yes. yeah. is draining as fuck. And yes. once I started implementing the fuckery, the sound effects, the applause, the air horns, the that was the key for me to feeling less alone. And I'm not even literally alone. I have a co-host. She's sitting next to me right yeah. now. She's making sure that every Where is she? Show us to oh, her. I, show, her, show her to You have us. to reach further in. Oh, you have to. <laughs> that's just a hand that's not a person <laughs> a hand. Uh, they have to be cropped on screen that's why yes. um and that's my co-host trish she's i literally Hi, when, when new people come into the stream it's hey if you hear anybody talking it's because my partner in life my partner in crime she's oh, nice. yeah. yeah like and and she kind of fell into it yeah she's also the voice in the sky she's she kind of just fell into this role because she is not somebody who ever wants to be on camera but yes. we Makes would sense, be streaming yeah. and she she was my moderator in the beginning and she would be talking to me off microphone. And I was like, what, what, 
what? And nobody, <laughs> and nobody could hear her. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. You get, you're getting a microphone. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And that's so awesome. she's literally that's my awesome. co-host. And, and so like, that wasn't the case in the beginning. Right. So I had, I had, then we, now she has a microphone. So now I have a co-host and we ha- we bounce back and forth. And if I'm not talking, sometimes she'll respond in the chat because people just know Trish is here. Like yeah. something's yes. wrong if Trish isn't here basically. Right. Um, and so she's my co-host and it, you know, it's, it's a whole different thing. And I'm sure people like you guys know, it's a whole different thing to have a co-host. Yeah. It, Oh, for the sure. energy is so different because you guys both stream separately too. Yes. And it's yeah. like the energy is so different. And now it's like if she weren't here, it's like say she's really sick and I'm gonna stream anyway. I'm gonna be like, I'm alone today, guys. We yeah. actually we actually have that issue. Yeah. That's something we, we, we talked we, about with we each other. That, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I go on stream um and I'm like, what am I gonna do today? Oh, I'm gonna do just chatting, then maybe a set of music and then a game or something. I will feel very alone sometimes. And sometimes I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to end the stream after only two hours when normally I stream like five hours or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to just end it because I'm, I'm just bored of myself. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I can totally see that. And like, yeah. if it weren't for this amazing human who is my partner and who wanted to kind of jump in and be a part of it. Like yeah. if I, that person weren't my partner and they were just like, fuck this, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. I think, I think I would have added applause and sound alerts and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. But honestly, just even adding those things makes you feel less alone I because it's something audible. When people hit that applause, as and again, as somebody who's been in the public eye for so long, I I need that. I need to know how many people in the room there are, and I need to know that they're clapping for me. Yeah, I, that's yep. just me. I live for the applause, applause. Like that's yes, me. Exactly. That's <laughs> and I say it all the time. It's like I I feed off the energy. So when people are like that cozy streamer and there's no alerts and they're just literally them and their screen. I'm like, this is not me. This yeah. Can't yeah. Be me. I, I can't feed off of it. So, yeah. so it, that's the only, I, I, I needed to make them the same to compare them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And that's, and, uh, thank you. Code <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for that gift. Uh, creative minds. I have another Gives question that, that, that just goes, can I ask this before you ask your last question? Um, so how do you deal with when, because we're talking about you and, and Trish, and how do you guys together when one of you doesn't feel streaming and you have a stream scheduled anyways, <laughs> um, how do you deal with that? This is, this is Sarah criticizing me. No, that's Just kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Getting advice from other people. I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing. Well, it's, I was going to say, here's, here's the thing is that, you know, my side of this is as a performer, I just turn off the fret. That's true. She literally just turns off the Fresh Prince Redemption because that's the most on-screen time that you have. Oh, um, so okay. we'll just disable it and and people don't say anything. They'll probably notice at some point, but they don't ask why, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but less literally. Um, as And again, it goes back, I feel like a broken record. I When you come from wedding band for 10 years, weddings don't cancel. <laughs> No. Yeah, exactly. I've been on stage with the flu. I mean, I've been mm. on stage in all sorts of inappropriate, like I shouldn't have been on stage, but yeah, here we are. So Cold Warrior, thank you again so much for that gift sub to mix a fit. Sorry, I have to jump oh, in with yeah. those. Thank you so much, Cold okay. Warrior. Um, so like I have to be literally dying for yeah. me to not stream. And so Same. the only yeah. I, I think I didn't cancel a stream until I got dose two of Pfizer. And that was why I canceled two streams. Yes. Yeah. That was that was the only reason. Have, have I canceled streams before? Totally I understand that. Yeah. 
like in a whole year, I don't know that I canceled any streams yeah. because yeah. it's like it goes against everything in my brain yep. to yeah. cancel. And so Trish and I have had this conversation. It gets emotional sometimes because she's not a performer. Yeah. She was in band and shit and she loves music. And yeah. but it, at the same time, it's she's not a performer. So it's some days it's like if you're not OK. And also, I should mention, she has a chronic illness as well. So. Oh. Yeah, so it's it's not just like a mental thing. It's also sometimes yeah. a physical thing. And yeah. she's she's That's an right. artist. She just started. Yeah, she is an artist, not a performer. And there's a difference. And uh, it's yeah, aw, that makes that's so, so deep. That makes a lot um, of sense. And and so yeah, so physically, sometimes sitting up here in this dark room with for five hours. On a mic when your body's not okay, or sometimes mentally, you know, I'm I'm a fake it till you make it for me because yeah. that's the performer in me. Right. But she's not a performer, and I feel so weird because she's literally sitting right here, and she's just like, "Yep, yeah, of course." Please link her. Please uh, link her in chat. No problem. Please. And so, uh, it's 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 hard. I will say that because she didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> right. It kind of no, just I fell into that. it. That's why I'm know? asking because it's always different for one person alone to to you know be like, okay, I'm performing now. Then when you have like you know a a a, a, a different energy or like a second energy, basically, where like one the other person isn't really wanting to or you know doesn't doesn't feel like it or something. And, and uh, it's yeah. never, it's never a, I don't want to do this. It's yeah, always it's like, uh, I do want something. to do this, yeah. but, but it's either physically, I'm not okay. Not me, but yeah. Trish, it, she's not okay physically, or it's mentally, or I didn't sleep very exactly, well last yeah. night because of the physicality of yeah. the, of the chronic illness she has. And so it, it's just, sometimes she'll be really quiet and people will go, is Trish there? And she'll turn on the mic and be like, yeah, I'm here. I'm just quiet today. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. They just need to know she's sitting here. That's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's not easy. I wouldn't yeah, recommend no. it to anybody. And it's, it's not because you don't do a good job pointing at her right here. It's just yeah. it's hard when I come from a do not cancel. I, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I understand that 100% because I my first album I recorded after a very rough night the night before and basically pumped with uh, painkillers. Oh. Uh, and then another album that I recorded, I had a, a bone infection in my upper jaw. So I literally couldn't play. And my dentist was like, Sarah, stop playing the saxophone like you're making it worse. We're going to have to go to surgery if you continue. And obviously, studio uh, studio times are studio times. You can't just cancel just because yeah. the saxophonist is like, you know. Yeah. You know, and um, I did I did cancel a tour to Hungary. Uh, because I was have I was starting to have a blood infection and I couldn't stand. So, yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's exactly it. That yeah. is when I cancel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when you cancel because you know you're gonna die if you if you do it. Like right. literally, yeah. you're gonna die if you do it. So that's yeah. that's like the only thing I think that I canceled uh is like legit when you're like yeah. okay if you if i do this i'm gonna die. And yeah. I, yeah, it's it's exactly that caveman. It's the show must go on. That's yeah. the there's no better way of putting it is the show must go on. I mean, unless yeah. you literally can't do the thing you're doing for your show, the show must yeah. go on. Yep. Right. So my last question, which is kind of related to these things. And also before I even get to that, I want to uh, definitely extend an invite to Jen. Jen, please reach out to me if you're interested in being on the show. Obviously we'd love to have you guys too. So I please watch reach out that to me. Show. Yes, please, yes. Jen. So yes. please do. 
um, because obviously I didn't I, I didn't realize having watched the stream and watched watching you that conversation didn't come up during the streams I watched. So yes, please reach out to me if you're interested. Uh, you can find that at musicexposed.show. Um, so just shoot me an email there or, or talk to you guys there. Yes, please. For if you're a music streamer and this is something you're interested in, and you do original music, which as I said is more of the focus this year for us, is we are going to be focusing more on original music. Doesn't mean that we will have no cover streamers, or it doesn't mean that. It just means I I want to focus more on what we're both you know, passionate about. At least at least some original music on their stream. Because like I also do covers. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. That's that's no. That's why no, you're no. barely allowed on this show. Oh, true. That's the. <laughs> Just, I do. I no. I do Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Yes, you do. Could you add? Could you add yeah. Black Velvet to your set as well? And <laughs> some Melissa Etheridge as well. <laughs> all those. Like, could you just do all the yeah. play all the hits? I no, have all. See, I do Hallelujah and Creep and Zombie. Day. My, yes, my, my my favorite songs in the whole wide world. You do them. I yes, won't because, do creep. I won't do it. Oh, <laughs> exclamation mark Zombie in the chat for no one who hangs out here. Uh, if you're not familiar with my stream. I do a hybrid cover of Zombie and Creep put together. So if you're interested in that and you're you here for a music stream, I can't because I don't have my music set up in Mexico. So <laughs> when I get back from Mexico, but that's true. Uh, she did offer to do Creep for $20,000. Well, yeah, I, I guess I'm cheap then because I do Zombie for $69. So, uh, but I, but what I wanted to ask you is I obviously one thing, even from the time we started talking I feel like your stream has really grown quickly and you've started to really make it, you've started to really grow kind of in stature in the Twitch music community. And so I wanted to ask you, uh, I know a lot of people that watch the show are also musicians or music streamers. And as we said, if you haven't reached out to me yet, please do. There's a lot of you will be reaching out to for the show. But what is some advice that you would give someone that is either coming new to the game or, you know, they're just starting up their stream and they're starting to work on things. What's some advice that you would give them or that you think they need to know about streaming on Twitch music? Get an Ethernet cable. <laughs> but, but yes. yes. And I'm dead serious. Everybody says, I'm fine. My Wi-Fi is great here. No, get a fucking Ethernet cable. It's going to save you <laughs> a lot of heartache. Yes. Dead yes. ass serious because I feel like every single person who has streamed on Twitch had that. Like, no, my, my Wi-Fi is fine. And you really don't get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get. Oh, damn. Get an Ethernet cable. That's the first thing. Ethernet cable. <laughs> okay. But then secondly, and, and this is something I wish I could have done. And it's because we hit the ground running as a band that I literally couldn't have done at this. But if I could go back and do it all again, I would have been on Twitch already finding communities that I fit in with yeah. and making friends and, and legitimately like being a part of discord communities. And because I didn't mm -hmm. even know what the fuck discord was before I got on Twitch. Right. Uh, and now discord's like my go-to. I don't even want to fuck with other, anything other than Twitter or discord and, and Instagram is yeah. like, a f like, uh, do I have to? Yeah. Um, yeah. Have that's to actually, the, that's actually the same for me. And I think it's the same um, for you too. And yeah. Facebook's not even in the sentence. Like, no, no, no. 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 So like for me, it's, it's all right. Yes. And so I, I just love these things for my community. And, and, and unfortunately, as somebody who hit the ground running, it's like now I, I have to be so choosy about which communities I put time and effort into because yes. you have your own. So I just wish that, and it, it turned into a regret situation, but if, if you're thinking about streaming on Twitch, anybody in the chat or anybody listening, really go out of your way to find like-minded communities. That's yes. it, because once you start your own community, 
you don't have time anymore. That is to be exactly, yeah, it's huge. You don't have time to, you can go be in the streams and lurk and do whatever and chat, but but at the end of the day, there's too much going on in your own yep. community. Right. And it's the best, that's the best problem to have, right? Like, yeah. sorry, my communities talk so much that I can't be in anybody else's. Like, yeah. the, I am I am so happy that we have started building a safe space in the year that we've, I, and I didn't even have a Discord in the beginning because I was like, I don't know how to use this. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, thanks so much and, for that follow, little chopped potato. That's chewy. Thanks. Chewy, hi, chewy. Um, and so, yeah, it. That's honestly, that's probably one of the biggest things, other than knowing technology and like the literal parts that are s- almost more stressful sometimes than the performance. When yeah. your yes. your tech stuff isn't working, you can't perform well. I went through an stressed. entire year of that, so I can understand exactly. Yes. Exactly I, what you're saying. Every stream I hit start stream, I was like, this stream might crash today. Yeah. So I know exactly how horrible that is. But I, yes. you know, it was the same for me. I didn't start. I hit the ground running. It was the same. I didn't really start streaming with any of this stuff in mind. And it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, now I'm maxing out my computer. Or this thing is happening. Yeah. Or that thing is happening. It's an yeah. insane amount of stress. No, that's and that's exactly it is that nobody compare nobody can prepare you for the amount of technological shit storms yeah. that are going to happen. And I wish I'd been a little bit more prepared for that. And I yeah. I kind of knew I didn't have the technology, so I was keeping everything real low key. I couldn't have any basically any overlays. It would yeah. barely yeah. run a webcam and a, and the song list. Like it yeah. was bare minimum dude and and the emote wall would be fucking crackling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like and so you just learn that you need a fucking Alienware to do your shit no matter what. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you need to go buy a gaming computer to basically yeah. do anything on right. Twitch. And it it does. It gets wild really quickly. And so that's why it I does, say first yeah. things first is if you have a computer that can't have an Ethernet cable, you don't have the right computer. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> or a port for it. Um, but yeah, just the the community thing. I I genuinely wish I had more. I'm in the day to go be yeah. a part of communities that I genuinely want to be a part of. Same, 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 same. So, I think so all of us have that. Yeah. So if you're thinking about streaming, really, really concentrate on and finding those like-minded people because number one, they might follow you to your channel, but number two, you're just going to build really good friendships. And it's, and it's been, I I've loved accidentally finding best yes. friends on Twitter. Six foot, six foot tall bravado has my mindset. Because, and if it doesn't exist, which for my community, it basically doesn't, there's still like four of us and it's the same four of us oh, that have been doing the same face. thing. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the specific community of people that brought me to Twitch, Yeah, which Actually. is the specific community of people that essentially only do originals yeah. with the big production setups and that kind of thing. There's still like yeah, five of us. Like J. Dublay. Yeah, J. Dublay, Four After Ever, Other Glow. Yeah. It's, it's, the, and, and Wolf Dog is joining that, Lunar Tides. So like the, the it's a little bit bigger. Too, I feel. But the classics is a different animal. They're yeah, they're, they're a different animal. I, and don't get me wrong, that's not an insult against them. They're just a different oh, animal. No. And they and they are more. They're close to half covers because they play a lot of. Deep, well, they do. They cover, play a lot oh, of. Covers. True, they do the covers. I and when I came in, it was like fuck covers. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, literally yeah, became a meme in action. my. Literally, well, yeah. scene of action is the is the torchbearer yeah, for that genre. Like the, the king of the of that of that of yes. Yes, scene of action is that guy. It's the tease, the torchbearer for that that did it. I remember but, watching the scene of action for the first time, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." Yes, and I started. I, I watched scene of action, and I had the exact opposite things. reaction. I'm like, "I want to quit." 
No, no, I legit, I got like green screens, a hundred million webcams. And then I ran into the problem that that I never even heard about before is that you can max out a motherboard's um, USB USB, uh, ports. Like it's insane. Like you, you, (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. And sometimes you can add um, more PCIe's. But then it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you only have a, a, a limited amount. So I'm going to stop you because this has now been the longest music exposed in history, and it's we've okay. kept Aaron so long. Thank you so much for staying because normally we have a hard limit of a half an hour late, and we've gone so long. Yeah. But you were such an amazing guest, first of all, and thank you again for. I know you don't care, but we care. We're actually walking through Mexico City. Sarah and I have the lamest lives ever sometimes because we're like walking through Mexico City talking about work stuff and we're like, man, we both care so much about being professional. And we were talking about that. We're like, man, it's so important. Thank you so much, Smack, for that follow. I appreciate that. Yes, I'm also from Detroit, born and raised. So, but yes, that is, we're walking through the street talking about Music Exposed and we're like, man, it's, it just sucks so much that this, this happened for this. But thank you again so much for being so patient with us. And working yeah. with us, as I mentioned, if you guys don't, we've pasted the link throughout the chat, exclamation mark, guest, um, North Detroit. There is no South Detroit, you bastards. Anyway, <laughs> South Detroit is Canada. So it's Toledo also. Maybe well, sometimes Toledo. We don't count Ohio as anything. If you're from Michigan, <laughs> Ohio is Mexico. So... <laughs> So we don't we don't talk about we don't talk about that state except for when we speak English. Good is here. So South Detroit yeah. is Canada. We already know this. We've got and and our favorite never muse can attest. We've got our thumb up your ass, Canada, which is that I still want to make shirts that say that with the Michigan hand on it. That we've got our thumb up Canada's ass. Um, but anyway, so. Thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. As I said, Jen, please reach out to us or anybody. Yes. If you're a music streamer that does original music, we are, we've, we've intentionally left it. So our calendar would be more open in the coming weeks because we were booked out for months and months before. And yeah. now we're trying it was to, very stressful. it was very stressful for us because people would be like, Oh, when can we be on the show? And we're like a year from now. So we, <laughs> we, we've, been, <laughs> yes, sorry. we've been a little bit more, um, a little bit more reserved with that. Uh, our next guest coming up is Leah Meneker. For those of you that don't know her, another amazing original streamer. We have so many people that we want to get on. If you have a, suggest- a suggestion, I would also like to learn. I'm going to ask Aaron this offline because your chat uses this term of management. And that's something I've never figured out. You and I both need to figure out, like, how do we get, how do we figure that out? You guys are so, how do you get management? Because my people do memes for me and stuff, but they don't they don't even they don't even post things on Reddit or something. Like they need to pick, you guys need to post more on Reddit. Yeah, yes. Yeah, lazy yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Well, Aaron, thank you for being such a great guest yeah. for our last show, since Sarah will not. Will get I'm canceled. not canceled. Um, yes. Aaron, uh, where can thank we you. find you, and when is your next stream? Yes. Do you have any, um, you know, plug something? Where do people go find your music and all that good stuff? So my music can be found on lcbinks.com or you can go on, you know, Spotify or Apple or Pandora or any of the places we are on every single. Are you on Napster? This is important. Is Nap? Does Napster exist? Yes, Yes, it does. It does. I mean, okay. Real, real question. Because I don't know. I use CD Baby and I just do all the things. Yes, you're probably on Napster then. You're probably on Napster. This All right. Important. That's why I'm like, I don't know. And that's another thing, Ken, that I want to talk to you offline about distro yes. versus yeah. uh, versus CD. Sure. Baby. Happy to talk about that. There's, there's pros and cons to both. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've been with CD Baby the whole time. So we'll, we'll yeah. understandable. Understandable. Um, 
so yeah, my music is on lcbinks.com. I always say Elsie, Elsie like the cow, Binks like the cat. If you're cool, you know the references. Yes. Uh, and so you can find that on lcbinks.com. And my next stream. Oh, thank you, Damon Arkey. So he is he is management. That is the person you're talking about. Is Damon Arkey? Yes. He when he found my channel, uh, he. I, I think that he was just like, wow, they have a lot of potential. He found the band channel. He found my channel and yeah. all the rest of us in the band who stream. And he he immediately saw the potential. And that is kind of how he ended up management in a way. That's because awesome. yeah. he, he's yeah, the you are you are the guy that emailed me. Because that, that yes. I remember talking to Sarah about it afterwards. And I'm like, we'd had some contact and stuff from people before. But I literally got basically like a press kit for you. And I'm like, wow, yeah. we're being contacted by some band's management. We've made music, music exposed as yeah. me. And, and, no, and, and he's kind of fallen into this, this management, right? Like, I don't even know what that word is, but it totally, it literally describes him to a T because I didn't know how to use Discord. Trish knew how to use Discord. And I just like, without even asking, I think I made Damon Arkey an admin in Discord just because I was like, he knows what he's doing and I trust this person. Yeah. Uh, and he's an editor on the channel, so he could make the clips for you or the highlights to send yeah. to you guys. That's yes. like the whole reason that happened. Yeah. And, and I'm so grateful for that. And yeah. as I said, for anybody, if you know other artists, as I said, we we definitely have made an effort to leave the schedule more open this year so we can try to get people in. And And one thing that we also try to do a lot on the show, which I know is a pain in the ass, but we do it, is like, we try to help people like if they have releases coming up yeah. or like we would shuffle things around to try to make it like, you know, again, that's why we wanted to have you during March. And unfortunately we had all sorts of craziness with travel mm -hmm. then too. So yeah, I appreciate that so much. And please, yeah. as we, we posted all, there's a ton of links in the room. Please go post those. Those will also be posted with the replay uh, once we have that available. So they'll be with this episode for the rest of time, as well as the bulletin board links and all the, the, the rest of time. Until the end. Of it time. is until I will have music exposed not show up until the, the end of time. So when the, the volcano that kills us all the erupts volcano. in Yellowstone, when the super volcano erupts and we all What's die, remember, this is an important model of music exposed. That you're all going to die. These are my words of, of that we you, we talk about this all the time on Music Exposed because it's important to remember that we're all going to die. And so if you don't follow EBX Aaron, you're going to regret it. And when when the moments before you die, you'll just be like, man, I could have listened to some cool music. Man, I never. I, and I never did. Yeah. I never did. And then you're going to die disappointed, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> but please give her a follow. Please give her some love. Thanks for being such thank an amazing guest. Thank you for being guest. here. And thank you for thank having you. patience with us. Uh, all and, and yes, thank you for being so patient. <laughs> yes. And and we're just going to, rather than doing what we would normally do, we're just going to wrap it here because we'd have camera screwing around and all that stuff yeah. to do. If you like Music Exposed, Music Exposed is every other Saturday here on this channel. Um, other than the next one, because of the travel in Mexico, we're traveling, so it'll be a, another extra week outside of that. So the next episode is on June 19th with Leah Meneker. And then um, we also have some other guests scheduled that we haven't announced yet. We'll be announcing those very soon. Um, and as I said, Jen, please get in touch with me. If you like this, uh, make sure you check that out. Also, check out twitch.tv slash Sarah Jazz for music, memes, no, comedy. No music. Don't follow her. Don't follow me. I just literally yeah. sit in the toilet. She, she plays guitar, piano, and saxophone at the, same, at the time. same time. And I hum a little. And then I'm also the Silence Noise. If you follow this channel, you'll catch the same. You actually music. get music. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. you get music. You just might not like it. And yeah, if you don't like it, it, that's fine. If you don't like it, you can just watch a giraffe give a pole a blow drop, you know. 
That's true. Yeah. You could watch Blowjob Giraffe, which is great. <laughs> but thank you for being here for Music Exposed. We will raid and what, yes, troll music. You'll get that as well. Um, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you, Eric. And we're going to set up the raid and we'll catch you next time on Music Exposed. <laughs>